92.3 K-Rock. Broadcasting. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year, and he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue, they know what he's going through. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. He won't
Howard Stern Show. My name is Jenna Jameson. I'm a famous porno actress. Howard thinks that I'm very beautiful. Do you know that I'm holding this microphone between my breasts? My firm, young, 36D breasts? Now that I've gotten your attention, stop grabbing yourself and turn up the radio because it's time for the Howard Stern Show. Baby, you know you want it. Hey, good morning, everybody. We're here live. It's your pal, Howard. Yeah, baby. Jesus Christ. Yeah, huh? Baby. What? Yeah, Where are baby. we? Oh, man, I am so beat. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. How great is Thanksgiving week when you have a whole week off? Yeah, baby. Come on. By the way, this is not a tape of me saying we're back live. I'm back live. I've been known to fool people. Man, I am burnt out from Thanksgiving week because, you know, in light of my new situation, I have a lot more responsibilities with the kids. They ran me ragged. Back and forth a lot? Oh, my God. Back and forth. I never knew being a single parent was so rough. Uh-oh. I thought when you were saying it was to have a week off, you know, that was the, uh... That he partied himself. Right, yeah. Party? <laughs> There's no party going on. Uh, well, what was the single parent life like? I was having quality time, bro. <laughs> what, were you keeping the kids? Yeah, I had the kids. I, well, on Monday and Tuesday, I could have, you know, like, fun. On my own, uh-huh. and then Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I could have fun with the kids. Oh, hmm. I hope. Yeah. That's what you're telling yourself it's fun with the kids. Yeah, <laughs> we actually had a good time, but you know what it is? I got to learn to pace myself because now I'm all burnt out. Well, what do you do? You try to to make it full of activity. Yeah, I try to make it too it's much like fun. A carnival with. Yeah, yeah, I made it too much fun. So much fun that I can't, I can't even breathe right now. So uh, yeah, you know, I had some fun. It was a very busy uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I'm trying to think what the hell was going on. You can't even remember. You did so much. You can't even well, yeah, yeah. Fr- well, Friday and Saturday. But, but maybe I ought to tell you this when I get back. Yeah, Let's okay. take a break. We'll take a break, and I'll tell you what I did, and you can tell me what you did. And maybe well, I rested. <laughs> did you really? You had a good time? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really starting to resent you. Oh. <clears throat> Legs akimbo the whole week? Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> the love making. Love I know you. <laughs> Let's spend the whole weekend in bed. <laughs> I built fires. Right. Oh, did you really? Yes. Mm. What'd you call me? So, what was your whole Thanksgiving week? Turkey and penis. <laughs> All right, the let's stuffing, see. The stuffing. It's turkey stuffing and penis. <laughs> my favorite. Penis. Penis, penis. I want my penis. Oh, I know you do, honey, but I think you got to keep that to yourself. All right. Penis, penis. I want my penis. Right. 
All right, anyway, let's take a break, Robin. We'll hear all about your penis turkey and stuffing oh, week. And, uh, penis, 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 penis. And tomorrow, Pete Rose will be here. Jack Gordon with Elvis Presley's son. Oh, please. Elvis Presley's son. And later this week, an elementary school teacher is going to come in to see if she's Playboy material. Oh, my. Coming soon, Tim Allen will be here, which I think we have a lot to talk about, me and Tim. You're sure he's going to show up? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about this, and I say, there's no way. What are you saying? He's a pussy? Yeah. Of course he's coming. I won't believe it till I see him sitting in that yeah. chair. Well, he knows I can't bust his balls too bad. <laughs> yeah, but the other people, That's, yeah. He wants to figure out what's going on. Well, you know, you two can commiserate it. Could I, we can get some information out of you. With well, he's that. he's only been separated a week. I've been separated uh, over well, a month. See, we don't even know the whole particulars because he didn't do what you yeah. did. Right. Straightened out before. Yeah. I think he's still trying to straighten out. Yeah, well, he should have called me beforehand. I think of all the times he sat in that seat and we goofed on him about, you know, getting busted for coke and mm-hmm. his wife and winning with the wife and everything. So I think now, like, he thinks, like, at least he's got something to come back at you with. <laughs> he sure does. Oh, <laughs> you think he thinks he's coming <clears throat> in with the yeah, can, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, he can bond with me. <laughs> all right, listen, listen. There's a lot to talk about. we got to take a short break. We'll come back and do it all right after these. Hi, this is Bill, and I feel your pain. That's why I'd like to tell the American people about a way to reduce the stress in your life and help put a smile on your lips introducing my all-new big willy pop suck on a big willy pop and you'll see why women everywhere just can't stop made with all natural ingredients my big willy pop has a cream center that is a great source of protein and moms you'll be happy to know that once you unzip my package your kids can suck on my big willy pop all day hey what do you have in your mouth nothing come on you can tell me what are you sucking on Okay, you don't tell anyone. It's a big willy pop. Wow, can I taste? Yeah, here, wrap your lips around this. Mmm, mmm. Hey, mm-hmm. get that back. Mmm, get that back. Get that back. <laughs> So listen and listen good, because I'm only going to say this once. Satisfy your craving and put my big willy pop in your mouth. Excuse me, can I have one? Sure, Chelsea. Come here. This is the Howard Stern Show. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, baby. All right. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, everybody. Just doing a little singing. Early morning singing. Oh, did I miss this work? Oh, do I miss it when I'm not here? How nice is it to have a week off? It's great. Right. Couldn't we make it another week? Yes, we could. I don't think anybody know the difference. <laughs> Played best of uh, last week and got just as much hate mail as uh, we always as do. I usually do. I guess when we were off, they ran that rap I do about killing kids in Vietnam that I was, you know, everyone knows oh. now that I was a Vietnam veteran. I served over there for uh, three tours of duty. And I guess uh, I had done a rap about when I blew up a schoolhouse of children right. for the war effort, which I would imagine people would, would applaud we me for. It. targeting the school. It just happened to get blown up, right? Oh, no, I was targeting oh, it. Oh. No, no, I, I want that. I got so crazy over in Vietnam that I wanted kills any way I could any get them. Any way you get them. And you saw a school full of children, and you yeah. said, whoa, kills. And much to my chagrin, they counted it hardly as a kill at all. So I blew up those kids <laughs> for nothing. You know, you shouldn't kill children. 
So uh, I hadn't done that rap in a long time. Imagine that. <laughs> and I received the following facts, Robin. I used to be a constant listener and fan of the Howard Stern Show. That ended the morning of Monday, November 22nd at 7.25 a.m. Howard Stern crossed the line for me that morning. I realized a big part of his success is in hitting on sensitive and bizarre topics. He realizes that. Yeah. However, he went too far today. <laughs> his ability to talk so freely and easily about killing 130 children in a schoolhouse in Vietnam wasn't bad enough. But then he complained about not getting enough credit for the multitude <laughs> he slaughtered. For him and others that served in Vietnam, this may be the mindset. However, for those of us that were not among them, the death of helpless school children is nothing to be proud of. Oh, he's one of those pacifists. Let me tell this guy something. When the Viet Cong are blowing you up and killing you, this guy's a, this guy's a pussy. Cong look like everybody. Yeah. They, oh, they oh, look like women and children. Please, the the women look like men. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> they do. Now stop. And everyone's short, so the kids look like an owl. <laughs> I know. When you walk through a village and you think they're, they're friends of yours and they're not, and you get bombs thrown at you, your brothers, right, are blown apart. That's right. Anyway, he says, uh, if you have a response to this, don't bother because I won't be listening. I'm as done with Howard Stern as Allison is. Ooh. And, and he really oh, gave it to me. That's a recent letter for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we call that guy? Look him up. No, no. By the way, this. Oh, wait. Maybe there is a number. Wait a second. Let me see. His fax number is on here. Oh. How dare he. <laughs> see, when people send the fax, they do give you a number and they give it where he works. Oh, so he's sending from work. Mm -hmm. Oh, we should try to get a hold of him. Right. <laughs> See if you love that? For sure, finished. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe you two could get back together. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh... Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, people just react too strongly to that stuff. You know, Vietnam was a very confusing time in my and, life. And to be a soldier, I was watching it for a few good men. Mm. It was on TV the other day. Right. And that Jack Nicholson scene where, you know, he says, how dare you, right. you know, flaunt the freedoms that I preserve for you because he's the military guy. Who That's how I feel. How dare you when I was over there fighting for my life? This guy's never had a gun pointed at him. Prick. <laughs> you know. Uh, Neil, you're on the air. And you have Hi, Howard. How was your first Thanksgiving? Legally separated. Well, I had Thanksgiving with uh, my wife, my in-laws, my parents, my kids. So what's the difference between uh, being married and separate? I spend a lot more time with my kids. <laughs> being, being, separated me, being separated means that uh, you spend actual time with your children. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. That's why I'm, I'm ill. Oh, dear. Did you stay at the house? We went to the house, yeah. Did, did you stay at the house? No, I'm separated. So you can't stay there. No, if you move back in, you're not separated. I know, but overnight on a holiday wouldn't be bad. No, no. Now everybody else can stay. Yeah, everyone else stayed, <laughs> and I left. It's like you're an outcast. <laughs> yeah, it's you're weird. A visitor. Yeah, the hard part is when you leave. I mean, it's 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 a sad thing I'm going through. So uh, wait a minute. Now, how does it feel when you walk back into the house and and realize you don't live there? It feels horrible. Oh. It feels weird. Who's taking care of the dog? My wife and kids. Finally, I'm forced into it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's forced into something. Man, my cat got really ill, has diabetes. 
I know you yeah, got one of those cats. Cat was going to die. Oh, I'm 13, yeah, Robin. 13 years old. Yeah, I got plenty. <laughs> so I had to bring the cat to the vet. And now my wife has to give the cat insulin shots. And Yeah, I was going to say, that's really tough to do. But the cat made a total rebound. And he's doing fine. Yes, yeah, she, she was fine. about to die. and Because uh, I was saying, listen, the cat's suffering. 13 years old, it might be time to put her down. They go, no. They go, this is very treatable. I know a lot of people with uh, cats that they have to give shots to. And I know why the cat got diabetes. The cat was so goddamn fat, its belly hits the floor. Because <laughs> cats are like people. Well, you guys overfed the cat. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I mean, that poor cat was about to pop. No! Look pregnant all the time. But also, it's an old cat. 13 years old in human years is 375 years old. <laughs> so, so you should have everything. Right. So, you know, that was kind of sad. Yeah. Howard, one thing. When did, I see, uh, did Don Buckwald uh, renegotiate your contract to have no live commercials? Oh, boy, would I love that. <laughs> I mean, uh, hasn't he even tried that or tried to minimize them? We're going to find out, aren't we? Thank you. I guess so. Thanks. Right. Um... Hi, you're on the air, Mike. Hey, uh, I read on the internet that uh, you were spotted with Angie Everhart. Really? Over the weekend. That's absurd. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a crazy story. Here's what happened. Okay. Yeah, he's always got a. a <laughs> no, this is really funny. For these stories. You got to hear this. Oh boy. That was, a, that was a Howard Stern look-alike. Was it yeah, you right. at all? No, no, no. Actually, let, let me tell you what. No, I'm not. Here's what happened. Hey, no. Here's what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. So, Tuesday night, while we were on vacation, I decided, hey, I'm going to go out and have fun. I heard there was a Metallica concert, which the station was sponsoring and playing live. So, I was like, whoa, Metallica, I'm off. I can finally go to a show. Plus, it was Metallica with a 70-piece orchestra on stage. Right, right, right. I heard they were doing that. So, I'm like out of my mind to go. So, me, Ralph, Richie Notar from Nobu. The usual crew. And Pat, you know Pat, <laughs> Pat Menachia. Yeah. The four of us, we're going to go. To see Metallica. Mm -hmm. But Pat isn't a Metallica fan, so he was bowing out. But Pat was seeing Angie. He's dating her. Oh. Or was. I don't know if he still is, but they were they were going out on a date. Well, this only happened a few days ago. Yeah. You don't even know if he's still dating her. I don't know. I mean, I think it was like a friendly, it was a friendship kind of thing. You know what I mean? So he went on a date with her. So he said, can I bring her? I said, absolutely. I don't care. You know, You're why not? You're using Pat to date Angie. No, I'm not. I really am not. He's dating her. <laughs> I, 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 wait, wait, wait. I can we see go to the, now. No, I swear to God. We, we went to the Metallica concert. This is the truth. He's all over. The two of them are all over each other. And you don't know if they're still dating? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I listen, I, I'm probably, I shouldn't even be Rebound. saying, I'm sure they don't want you know, I don't know what anybody wants. I'm not looking to out anybody here. But the fact of the matter was, the, me, Ralph, and Richie were having a great time at the Metallica concert. You them. I'm with, we pulled Richie's pants down during it. He had his ass out. We were signing his ass with pen. The, the three of us like, like three big homos. You know, I was going to say, that sounds very homosexual. I think I said one word to Angie Everhart. Like I said, hey, you're having a good time. Maybe that was it. Uh -huh. And it says in the newspaper the next day, check this out. Howard Stern having a very flirtatious chat with Angie Everhart backstage at the Metallica concert at Madison Square Garden. I went, I started laughing. But then I realized my kids see this. So me and Pat took my kids out to lunch. And you say, so give us the real lowdown. Yeah, and Pat said, Pat says, I was all over her the whole night. Your father wasn't even talking to her. <laughs> so now Pat has to go with the kids. Yeah, Pat, oh, Pat. Yeah, Pat had to go with the kids. Oh, I was father of the year. But let me just say something about that. No, so I'm not, I'm not, the uh, what do you call it? I'm not going out with her. All right. Okay. Hey, uh, so. You, uh, oh, go ahead. So, uh, <laughs> so wait a second. 
Metallica concert was the greatest concert I've ever seen in my life. Oh, awesome. Now I'm say I've seen a lot of concerts. This was the better than Led Zeppelin at the Garden. Metallica was better than them. Yeah. And even Pat, who hates them, he liked them. He he says, "Oh my God, it really? was unbelievably great." The second, wow. uh, was anybody else there? Well, second half the of other. call it the second half of the show. These guys were rocking. And the orchestra didn't slow them down. I was dancing, and I'm a big douchebag. I can't even wow. dance. Meanwhile, the lead singer, <coughs> he, you know, James Hatfield, Hatfield. he jumps off the stage and shakes my hand. I walk, the first thing I walk in the Metallica concert, the bass player, I think he's a new bass player or something. Hmm. I don't know who that guy is. I don't know. The, I just know Lars and uh, Hatfield. Right. The bass player is beating up a roadie on stage during the concert. Oh, no wonder it was a good concert. It was unreal. There's stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. It was like wrestling and music. <laughs> Because I look over and I see this guy kicking somebody's ass. It was the roadie. I guess he handed him the wrong guitar or something. Oh, did he start beating him? He was like pushing him and stuff. Oh, <laughs> Don't give that guy the wrong bass. <laughs> so we were giving him the finger the whole time, like, hey, you're cool. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, when you announced that you were getting divorced, uh, Man Cow was on, I think it was Fox News, and he was talking about the ratings. He's saying you sucked and stuff. Of course he says I sucked. We heard, oh, we heard yeah. it. We played it on the well, air. He said he was number one. Number one where? I've beaten him everywhere. For real. I was, I was looking at the Arbitron ratings. He's like number 10. Yeah, exactly. Chicago. Yeah, see, he forgot that little zero. Not only is he number 10, but in Las Vegas, he tried to send, you know, all these guys try to do exactly what I do, syndicate their shows, be like me. Vegas, he's thrown off the air after trying to go up against us. Rhode Island, he was thrown off the air after going up against us. He's not even a good competitor. We have better competitors than that. We have guys who can actually come close to beating us. Hey, um, anyway, so what was I talking about? Metallica. Is she any good or what? What? Is she any good? Who? Oh, Angie? Yeah. Very nice girl from what I can tell. Oh, I mean, it's a fact. <laughs> How would I know? Uh, he's not buying it. your story either. Oh, really? Good luck. Are you not buying it? Explain I don't buy stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the, inquirer, the, the internet the, doesn't yeah, lie. The, the internet doesn't lie. They got it from the New York Post. That's Richard Johnson. It was completely false. And then meanwhile, what about um, the Inquirer had me with Mary McCormick? Well. And I'm not with her. I'm banging her, too. You, I'm banging her, too? Yeah. Oh, so let me, wait, wait, wait a second. So I'm banging Angie Everhart and, and Mary McCormick. And, well, that's your problem that the two girls are going to find out about like each other. Yeah, now i got a real problem. But. but oh, this is so absurd. <laughs> but your excuse is the same every time. I was with a bunch of people. I was. I know who's going to buy this. So what are you telling me? I can't go out with a bunch of people? I don't know what you can do. It's just you got to stop coming back with the same excuse. And, Pat, and, and you're telling me Pat's lying too? You're like the guy who always says, you know, I was Everybody's working fine. late. Uh, you know what? Who cares? Okay, yeah, so I'm banging her. Okay, fine. Right there. If you guys want to believe that, that's fine. Hey, listen, that sounds good to me. It seems reasonable. She's a beautiful woman, I'll tell you that. No, even if you ain't banging her, you ought to just say you are. All right, I was banging her. Okay. There hey, you uh, go. thanks, and uh, Ralph Gay. Right. Well. That was the other big topic. I wasn't flirt with AJM Hart. We were discussing whether Ralph was gay. <laughs> Steve, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Howard? Good. Hey, I was at the uh, concert on Tuesday. Yeah. Right. I went. My buddies. I'm in the. I was in that Metallica fan club. Right. I'm four rows from the stage. Oh, so you must have been right up by me. Is that I, what I was, happens well, when you're was, in the Metallica fan club? You get a good seat? Oh, yeah. You get, <laughs> my wife called. I, I mean, like, can you believe this guy's married and he's in the Metallica <laughs> fan club? Yeah. He's a grown man. He's no kid. He's so, in the Metallica <laughs> fan club. Right, check it out, though. Yeah. I was center stage, 
right? And we're right up on, right before the, the fence in the front, right? I look over, I, I see you popping your head back and forth. I'm like, that's how it's turned, no way. I walked into the garden. I got this huge uh, ovation. People were real nice to me, you know, because Metallica fans are like our fans. They were, yeah. You know, they were like guys in their 20s, you know. And, uh, and this guy. And this guy. <laughs> He's in the fan club. <laughs> but, no. so, yeah. But what's up with what's up with Ralph, man? I know. He's, doing? he's sitting there with his Budweiser beer bottle, you know. And yeah, we had a whole cooler of Bud. And, <laughs> Where'd the cooler uh, come from? And we had Heineken. Uh, where'd the cooler come from? Steve Kingston set us up. So we had a whole cool. We were right on stage with Metallica. I mean, it was the weirdest setup. We were like, we were like standing there with Metallica. We might as well been on the stage. Wow! I tell you, wasn't that the best concert? The best though? concert I've ever seen in my life. That's all I can tell you. If you ever, if they, I don't know if they're ever doing that again with this orchestra. I have never well, seen a concert it like elsewhere, that. aren't they? It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's at the garden, dude. We were all singing. The whole, the whole damn audience was singing. That was wild, wasn't it? The, the only thing that disappointed me was during, um, you know, that song, da 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 no da. Marianne Faithful. No Marianne Faithful. Like they should just play the tape. <laughs> Of Marianne Faith. So nobody did that. We did it. The oh, audience the did audience. it. it was, and I wanted to jump up on stage and do it. That's how crazy it was getting. I'll tell you, that place was rocking though, Tuesday. Oh my God. I had to, that is the great. I got to hand it to those guys. Wait, I'll play this song. Wait, here. So it was Metallica Square Garden. Where's that? that nah, nah, nah. I know. Where's Nan Nan Nan? Metallica. I know. Casey, you're screwing me up, douche. Man. Oh, boy. Leave it up to him to screw it up on you. Right. Monday morning after the holiday. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess you ain't going to hear it, huh? I was going to play it. Today, apparently. Where's my song, dude? Nah, 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 nah. Wait, maybe this is it. No. Where is he? Yeah, this is it. Is the greatest. Oh, they started playing this. I was in heaven. They were really, really just excellent. And I knew, I knew when I went to that concert, and I'm Pat. You know, brought a date. I knew that I would get bagged being with the date. Mm -hmm. I knew that. I said it right up front. Yeah. I knew it. Angie Everhart, huh? Yeah, but she, I had nothing to do with there. it. What? Yeah. Did you see right Pat making out with Angie? Or did you did, see the romantic conversation? Yeah. Between did you? Her see, and was her? I anywhere near her? You were. You were standing in front. She was kind of like behind you. Yeah. And did you see the guy she was sitting next to? That's my friend Pat. Yeah. Well, you were mostly standing through the whole conversation. I know. Yeah. So you didn't see him with Angie. Well, he, she was behind them. Well, you didn't see him holding hands or anything. No, no. Oh, please. I don't, uh, right, rumors, just... rumors, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm telling you. I, it seems reasonable to me. You know what? Even if I was there doing her, and like, we didn't talk the entire night, so you couldn't say I had a conversation with her. No. It was a joke. I'll tell you, though. Leave it up to the press, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, just, they, have, they, have, they just have something new to feed on. That's all. That's all. That's all right. Those papers, right? Hey, Howard. Hmm. I'm gonna. I have to get going. I have to go to work. But yeah, man, keep up the good work. Right. What uh, kind of job is uh, the member of the fan club going to today? Uh, I work. I work for the railroad. I work for New Jersey Transit. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey, man. Take care. Right.
Hey. Hi, Howard. Hi, how are you? I'm okay, how are you? Okay. Is this Angie? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do for you? I just wanted to say that reputable Japanese restaurant that you're talking about, I don't want to mention the name because I don't want to get them in trouble. I was there over the weekend, and the sushi chef who was preparing my sushi, I was sitting at the sushi bar, and while he was preparing my sushi, I wasn't sure if it was mine for sure, but after he handed me the plate, I knew it was mine. His finger was bleeding, and he did not have a bandit on that finger. Can you believe the restaurant actually had the nerve to charge me for the other food that I already had? The, the I had some kind of appetizer thing, whatever. But they actually charged me for the food. The guy ah, please. Oh, Listen, you don't. Know, you know, you know, you're, you're such a whiner. Uh, excuse me, would you eat sushi with blood on it? Sure. Why not? Oh, really? It's raw. Blood is usually extra most in Japan. <laughs> you want to eat raw? I want raw food. I can't hurt you. I don't know. I just thought it was really strange. It's like a really popular, like expensive. Those food. knives are sharp, honey. That's going to happen. Listen, wherever you eat. Think, you know, crap's going to happen. Right. You're dealing with humans. You're dealing with people. Don't go out to dinner if you don't want to have things happen. Put a bandit on the, on the cut. If it's a cooked food, but he's actually cooking it. But this so is say to the guy, maybe he didn't realize. But I love people who go to restaurants and they complain about a particular dish. They think their whole meal should be free. Right. But this is a health hazard. The other ones didn't have any blood. <laughs> what? You know, most of those sushi chefs only have two or three fingers. <laughs> Honey, what, what are we going to do? We're gonna Listen, we're going to die someday. You know what I mean? Got to die someday. I have another question. Yeah. You're getting separated whatever, because you're not spending enough time with your family, but why is it that you can make more time now to spend with your family? That's a good question. My, ah. my wife's got the same question. Thank you. All right. Well, give us an answer. Don't have one. Don't, I, don't, I don't have an answer for any of this. Life is spinning you know, out of control. I'm sitting there while I'm listening today. Hillary Clinton is, is taking her husband's name again. Yeah. You know, she became Hillary Rodham Clinton when she became first lady. She'd never used that before. Right. And now that she's running for Senate, she's going to be Hillary Clinton. Because guys don't dig that three name thing. Is that right? Is we that don't what like it's it. all about? We're going to marry some broad. She better damn well take our name and stop with the three name nonsense. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I'm giving up my entire life. Take my name. I mean, please. So now she's Hillary Clinton again, and she's yeah. moving to New York, and Bill is staying in the White House. Good. Police. Oh, he can't wait. <laughs> Are you kidding? Police. He's got the interns lined up already, I bet. That's right. Yeah. The other thing that I, you know, he's such a weird guy. I'm reading yeah. one of the tabloids, and they say he's been having this flirtation with Aretha Franklin. Oh, he's into fat chicks. He's into fat chicks. He's a wild man. They love you the most. You know, by any name, my wife is still a hound. I don't care if she's Hillary Rodman, Hillary Rodham, or Hillary Rodham. Where's Aretha? He's having a flirtation with Aretha Franklin? They, they say they exchanged these sexy letters and he's been fascinated with her. <laughs> I love her big, fine booty. That is, you know, that could be mental illness, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Somebody better check him. Maybe he wants to bang her so Hillary looks better to him. Because Aretha's really nasty. Like, I remember years ago, she used to be skinny and she was nasty, and now she's really nasty. And, you know, guys always try to pretend like she's hot because she has such a great voice, but she's not. Big and fat. I like to fantasize that she's Oprah. You do, Mr. President? I do. So, anyway, um, I, I, so I was pretty busy over Thanksgiving, so I went to the Metallica concert Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. That was really very good. Guys, totally rocked. I wish I could get to the na 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 part so I could do it for you. It'll come up. 
show. Thursday was the Thanksgiving Day Parade. You went to that? No, Wednesday night I went to watch him blow up the balloons. Uh-huh. You ever do that? Yeah, I've seen that. That's cool. You actually walked over and, and saw him do it? Well, I just happened to pass. I had my six-year-old in town. Yeah. So, me, Pat, Pat's friend, girlfriend, or girlfriend <laughs> and... Uh, Here we go. He's had, now he's had a whole weekend with these. No, no, no. It wasn't Andy Everhart. It was actually somebody different. <laughs> and that uh, was me, Pat. <laughs> Where's na 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 It's in uh, the middle of the zone. You're screwing me up, dude. This is unforgiven. What? Number two. Yeah. What is this? Oh. Get out of here, you big lug. You got to see these guys do this stuff. First of all, they play the guitars like, like the guitar is part of their body. I've never seen guys play like this. And they rocked the whole place. You really should have gone to this. If they're ever in town again, you're going. I have to go? You really do, because you've never seen a concert like this. Is this na 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 na? I'm not sure this is the right one either. I don't think this is. What? What? Me and John figured it out. This is it. You sure? They do it differently live. Two of them figured it out. And the whole audience erupts when this happens. I truly love these guys. You gotta wait for the for the na 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 part. What the hell? I'm waiting too goddamn long. They make you wait. Are you guys sure? That dude can sing, man. Hatfield. Is this it? Yeah, Howard, this is it. It's it's towards the end. I know. No. Yeah, it is. It's all right. I'll wait. Just put it. Where's my continuous loop of that? Nah, 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 nah. You guys know where that is. Hey, Kingston hooked us up, man, with some cool tickets and uh, and a cooler and a cool. Na 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 She's dead, right? Not everyone says she couldn't be at the concert. I said, Why isn't she at the concert? They said she's dead. <laughs> oh, I tell you, what a concert! And they had this whole orchestra, they didn't even need the orchestra. I know they just decided to do that, but it made it cool, you know. I don't even know how they make money on that concert. You gotta pay it was 70 pieces, 10 billion people. <laughs> Jackie would have gone out, I don't get it. Aches when he has to have that one piano player. Yeah. They're gonna hire that, that Jake somebody. <laughs> Jake who? Hey, Jake, can't you not throw that money off the, the table there? All right. Give me a plug. Something. So anyway, I don't even know how to put into words how good this concert was. I'm glad you're enjoying. Yeah, I really don't. I can't even do it justice. These guys are truly great. Lars was banging those skins. 
I wondered if they were mellowing, so apparently... No. Uh-uh. I'm telling you, the bass player was kicking a guy's ass on stage. <laughs> First, I thought it was a guy who jumped up from the audience, but it was a roadie. The guy was just trying to hand him a guitar, and he started beating him up. Working for that band. Oh, my God. I was, like, scared. Slavery. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> you get beaten. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. And afterwards, we went down to Nobo, uh -huh. had a great meal. And guess who, guess who showed up? Bobby D. Bobby De Niro. Oh, yeah? Well, here's the deal. I went down there. It was about 10.30 at night or so. I don't know what time it was. 11 o'clock at night. So, who do I run into? How late do they stay open? I don't know, man. I, I had no idea there's a whole life out there during oh, yeah. the week at night. Yeah, people are open at 11 and eating dinner? Yeah, but it's like filled with Euro trash and people who have, you know, no lives. Right. You know, not working And I mean, people. it's filled. Yeah, it's filled. Whew. You can't even get in. So, we go in there. Who do I see? The black chick I just hired to be in Son of the Beach. Yeah. My new TV show that's going to be on uh, FX. She's here in town. She's here in town. I'm like, and she was with uh, Ice Cube or one of those guys. One not of the I Ices. One of the Ices. Maybe not Ice Cube. I don't know. One <laughs> of the Cubes. Ice Lemonade. <laughs> it was a table of all black people. Uh-huh. So now I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to go up to a table of all black people to say hello to her. Because What's wrong with that? Very intimidating. Oh, here You're we not go. white. You don't understand. Well, yo, I go yo, up to yo, tables yo. of white people all the time. Yeah, but white people are a bunch of pussies. Oh, stop. These guys look like these guys look like they should all be in jail. You in the restaurant. Yeah, they look like they're gonna beat me. They look like they wanted to beat me. Yeah, I love these, you know, I love these black guys who can afford no boo, but they look like they're thugs. Wait a minute. You know? That is a your sign they're not gonna beat you up. They have really? no boo. Yeah, you know, I should have thought of that. But they all act angry and stuff. Like I go up to the table, like here's the so I get a message from I somebody you don't remember which ice i don't i'll be honest with you it's like fat ice or but i didn't see any fat guy sitting there so i don't know fat ice yeah ice fat <laughs> ice maker i don't know ice cream so i'm there with i'm there with the guys and angie and uh i'm sitting there and all of a sudden like ice somebody says sends up with a word i should come over and say hello to the girl i just hired so, meanwhile, she's beautiful. The whole restaurant is staring at her. Uh -huh. Ralph is convinced that this is the girl he's going to marry. That's how beautiful she is. <laughs> oh. She's so beautiful, Ralph, the gay yeah, guy. Yeah he's, sitting, yeah, he's sitting next to me and he goes, she's looking at me. I'm telling you, we're having a whole flirtation. Meanwhile, he's high as a kite. I go, she's not even looking at you. She's with black guys. That's right. He's on ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks there's a I go, dude, did you ever look in the mirror? You're a total loser. You don't even have a job except picking my underwear and cleaning it. I go, are you kidding me? This chick wouldn't even look at yeah, you. but she works now, so she right. doesn't have to work. All I know is I'm sitting there, mm -hmm. and this ice guy. I wish I knew which ice it was. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was Ice Cube. Is he a little, like, fat guy? Because there was no fat guy there. No, Ice Cube is not fat. Right. So, anyway. No, he's not fat, but he's definitely sort of he's chubby. Stop. So, I don't know who it was. So I said, you know, after all, she works for me now. She should really, I should really go over and say hello. So I walked over and I go, hi. So all the black guys won't say a word. Ugh. They stare because they're too cool to say hello to Howard Stern. But they're sending word. How'd the word yeah. come? They send word and then you walk over and they won't talk. How'd word come? Did the waiter say, uh, excuse me? Somebody like Richie or somebody said, hey, Ice Cube said you should come over and say hello to this girl. So I was like, you know, I'm not going to stand on ceremony. Just because it's a black guy telling me to do something. <laughs> I'm not going to just hop up and go do it, but I did it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. I think they shot at Ralph. <laughs> so anyway. Restaurant or no restaurant. Right. So, you know, I go over to say hi. And then all the black guys are like, give me attitude. 
you know, like the whole black thing. You know, guys ought to yo, just yo, jump yo, in yo, the yo, lake. Yo, yeah. are just so it's so ridiculous. stupid because I'm like, hey, guys, how you doing? And it's like, like I'm Urkel, right. you know, because I go, guys. <laughs> you're, you're, what's that guy from Saved by the Bell? Yeah, you know, like anything you say to black guys isn't cool, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I didn't go, hey, man, how you how, how right, some stink yeah. on your hang low? Hey, blood. Yeah, hey, blood. What's <laughs> up? You know, it's like cool yo, not yo, to talk, yo. like to be a big, strong, silent black man. So like she's with all these like muscular black guys. Uh-huh. So she's Who like, but she was friendly. You know? She was like, hey, how you doing? I go, hey, I'm really excited about the show. But meanwhile, the whole conversation was weird because she's sitting all the way across the room, and the and the big, strong, quiet black men who are showing that they're you know they don't bow to the white man, and how strong and nobody stands, shakes your hand. Nothing, no. nothing. You know. So then I felt stupid for going over there. But evidently, De Niro lives near the restaurant because he owns the restaurant. Right. He was. That's his area, his yeah. neighborhood. But when he gets word yo, yo, that there are hot black chicks, because his thing is black chicks. Right. So he wasn't there to see you. No, he was there scoping out the star of Son of the Beach. Because they got a black chick. Wait till you see this chick. This chick, I wish I knew her name. I don't even want to give her name yet. I got to make sure she's all signed up. This chick is the hottest chick you're ever going to see. And she can act. Wow. The fag Ralph was turning straight. So what do you think? Do you have a guy at the restaurant who calls him whenever a beautiful black woman comes in? I think so. <laughs> so he sits down at the table, like right near there. He's oh, got he his whole. sit at the table. <laughs> no, no. Well, she was with like black guys. Right, but he doesn't, you know, I mean, he's De Niro. He can invite himself. Yeah, so De Niro, like, he sits and scopes out the black chicks. Yeah. And then he says, You are very good. Like, you, you are very good. <laughs> you didn't hear him say <laughs> <No>. anything. <laughs> so meanwhile, when we were ordering food every minute, so De Niro could hear we're real loud, we're going. Little bit, little bit, little bit. <laughs> the whole time. Hey, a little bit of that. Give me a little bit of that. Uh, let me have a little bit of that sushi. Little bit, little bit. So evidently his thing is when he, like, he'll, and then what he does is, this was the coolest thing. He walks by the window and checks out the black chicks. And if he likes what he sees, he comes, he comes in. in. Yeah. So you saw this whole movie. I saw the whole thing. I ain't making this up. And did you, the girl ever talk to him? I don't know. Because I left. Oh, you didn't stay for the romance. Yeah. Bobby D. <laughs> you know. We were going to put Angie in blackface and bait him. Uh. Yeah. But anyway, so. You little two-bit prick, son of a bitch, <laughs> ride <the> bastard. <laughs> but it's Bobby D. I got to admit, that's cool. I wouldn't even look at him. I wouldn't, you know. You didn't say a word to him. No. You, he come in alone? No, uh, very. No, I think, you know what? He has a bunch of guys he hangs yeah, out with. Yeah, I him. wouldn't look. Because, like, to look would mean that I was interested. <laughs> Uncool. Because I remember I was at this party with him once. With him. He was at the party, too. And he has a couple of guys that he hangs out with. They're always with him. A party. He's got a Ralph. And a, sort of hanging around. You know, he's got a, everyone's got a Ralph at the whole. And everyone at the, yeah. And a Richie. Right. People. People. And he stands in a corner and he looks. Little bit, little bit, little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not laugh. Yeah. It was a whole thing, man. The whole thing going on there. You had to see it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. The That's black just Tuesday night. That was just Tuesday night. Then Wednesday, my six-year-old came into town. And I said, I got to do something with her. Uh-huh. See, so it's pretty late when they blow up those balloons. Yeah. So, Pat went with me, and Pat carries my kid on his shoulders because he's muscular. <laughs> my kid wanted, couldn't see anything. So, I'm not, you know, I'm very delicate. <laughs> I, I can't carry anybody on my shoulders. <laughs> that poor girl. So, Pat's like a Sherpa. He just, you know, 
And Pat says to me, my hands are going numb. <laughs> I go, just keep the kid happy, please. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. He's falling. It's falling down. <laughs> but it's good. He works out, you know. That's his thing. Yeah, he should be able to use those muscles for something. Right. Use them. You got all those muscles. Use them. <laughs> God damn it. Carry my kid. So he was real nice. He carried her around. Uh-huh. And we saw them. It's very surreal, isn't it, when yeah. you're blowing them up in the dark like that? Just stand there close to the balloons. Friggin' balloons. And then on uh, Thursday Thanksgiving, went out there, mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Did your six-year-old stay overnight? Yeah. yeah? Oh, yeah. Because that was pretty late. She drove back out to Long Island with me. We had uh, Thanksgiving with the whole family, mm-hmm. in-laws, my parents. How was that? Oh, <laughs> it was great. Oh. It was great. It actually was great. We had a nice time. Oh, well, good. You know, because this is the first time everybody's been together. Yeah. It was a little weird. You set up. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something. The turkey was more comfortable, and he got eaten. Oh. <laughs> the turkey felt better. The turkey was having a better time. No, but we had it was good. It was good that you know we can do all that. And mm-hmm. then Thursday night, Emily came into town with me, my older daughter. We went to see Stomp. Man, is that great. Isn't Stomp? I've Holy mackerel. You, I told you about Stomp five years ago. That is the greatest. It is the best. All right, don't attack me. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I have never. I walked out. I said, that is the greatest goddamn play I ever saw. And it's not a play. i got to take my other kids to it. It's not These a play. people, these black people, let's face it. Well, it was started by, you should have seen the original cast. They were white. Oh, they were? Yeah. Well, they can't find any white people to fill in, I'm telling well, they you. they got Americans. There's one white guy and seven black people. Mm-hmm. And I really came out of there saying, you know, black people really are something else. <laughs> when it comes to dancing and carrying on. But it was a British guy who got the whole Really? Yeah. And they've all had I, I swear to God, it you feel like that at all. No, but you feel like you're in Africa because you it's very tribal. You're racist. <laughs> I'm racist. I'm a racist man. It was very frightening. But I'll, t- wait, I'll tell you about Stop when we get back. I got to take a break because it's kind of funny. Because it's, you know. I just didn't want the black people to single me out during the show. They're not looking at you. They're busy. They were. No, I was afraid it was one of those audience participation things. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like you could participate. I think De Niro was there looking for a date. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking him out. All right, let's take a break a little bit, a little bit. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the rest of that. And shape people. Yeah. Oh, oh unreal. Mm-hmm. I wanna, I'll, I'm going to talk about this stop when I get back. All right. And I'll tell you some other crap. And we, I see there's a bunch of people on the phone. And I'll get to I think they're all hanging up. It's very funny now that you're getting out in the city and you're seeing things. <laughs> yeah, I got something to talk about. <laughs> I can't believe you. I'm not going to any Broadway show. Now I got to do stuff. <laughs> My kids come into town. I got to find something to do. I'm like scrambling. And there's good stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Dorothy has left Kansas, baby. Ah, he's over the rainbow. <laughs> Kansas is back. <laughs> he is over the rainbow. Houston, we have a landing. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Ebonic phrases. How's it going, friend? I'll let your partner, man. Nine seven. That's really nice. That's fat. I like that a lot. That it is banging. I'm about to do this. It's on and popping. I'm doing pretty good. I'm chilling. He's got a lot of money. He's balling. Pay me my money, please. 
You better kick down with those ends so I can meet my means. Can I have the money you owe me? Separate mine from yours, punk. I'm sorry, but my money's running low. Man, I'm shorter than a stubby midget with both his legs chopped off. How about you stink? I don't mix words. You will never be a greatest jockey. You have lousy voice, lousy personality, and this will not change. So on the air, it's not for you. This is the Howard Stern Show. Should have listened to that guy. Hey, now, we've got a great show for you today. In fact, Chuck Zito, Norm Zeta from Perfect 10 Magazine, and A.J. Benza will all be here evaluating a woman who says she wants to be in Playboy Magazine. And where does this woman hail from? Mars. Same planet as Fred. By the way, in the movies, Toy Story made $81 million, breaking all records known to mankind. Toy Story 2, and I understand it's a great movie. The first one was really good. They say this one's better. Stuttering John told me him and his kid loved it. It's funny because originally they were planning to go straight to video. Yeah. I was going to take my daughter to see it, but my wife beat me to it, so... Except for the uh oh. Yeah. So now you're in a race? Yeah. Now we raced. <laughs> what do you mean, mommy took you? Oh, what about God, me? I was going to do that. World is Not Enough, which I think is the James Bond movie. Yes, it is. Made $76 million over the Thanksgiving week. Nothing to uh, sneeze at. Arnold Schwarzenegger checked in with $31 million of end of days. Sleepy Hollows made $62 million. I saw that. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I hear it's great. I haven't you still seen it. Movie. Yeah, I'm dying to see it. It was a bad weekend to go to the uh, movies. I heard Bone Collector's really good from you and yeah, other people. Yeah, it's a fun movie. You know what? There was a lot of traffic out there. I guess everybody was going to see Toy Story. Well, I'll tell you, one of my friends <laughs> went to see Pokemon. Uh-huh. He says, well, the Japs got us back for World War II. <laughs> I go, really? He goes, yeah, sitting through is kind of rough. Crap, huh? Yeah. Well, he said it's like Justice League of America. It's like all superheroes who can do stuff. And Really? But well, it's Japanese animation. Bad. Yeah, he said it was okay. He got not into that, though. And the kids are really into it for some reason. The movie I hear that's great that nobody can bring themselves to go to because it has a crummy name. Being John Malkovich is supposed to be really good. I love that movie. You saw it? Yeah. Oh, you want the stutter uh, John? Yeah. Well, he came it. with me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. A lot of fun. Yeah, I heard it's and good. And unusual. You said you weren't going to see it because of Spike Jones, but... I was going to see it because it's called Being John Malkovich. <laughs> well, it... that was stopping a lot of people, yep. I think. Barry, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning, Howard. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, I wanted to tell you how great uh, Saturday night's uh, show was. You know, I had a big dilemma over the week. I was going to call in during Best Of and just tell people to watch our new television show on Saturday night because this week's, I know I always end up hyping, but this week's was the best one yet. I thought... It really I, was. I thought but, it was going to be a rerun, and no. then, I, then I saw the uh, the uh, Turkish Millionaire. Right. And I stayed up for it. But the, the best thing was the animation. Jackie, did Jackie. you see it? You know what? I fast-forwarded. I got a note from Einziger saying that they did the Jackie the Racist Professor, so I didn't watch the whole show. There was a Jackie the Racist Professor animated uh, cartoon. You know, Michael Naren did it. Uh -huh. But it, it started is, in the studio. It was, it was so much fun. It's so great. You remember that bit I did, Jackie the Racist Joke Man? Oh, I thought I was going to die. Yeah, so we animated it. Uh-huh. And it's really funny. <laughs> you have to see it, Robin. Hey, Howard. Yeah. Do you ever consider... Uh, animating any of your old uh, audio bits because those animations are hysterical i have considered it and uh, quite frankly i've always wanted to turn some of my bits into animation so we're getting to experiment with it on the saturday night show that's why um in fact we have a special saturday night show going to happen in a couple of months it's going to be all animated oh, all animation hysterical. so you're going to have uh, 15 minutes from different animators to our bits 
And uh, I think you're going to love it. Oh, that sounds If we figure out how to make cards, we could make a fortune. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the nice words. Thanks a lot, Howard. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, go ahead, uh, Rob. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing, Howard? All right, man. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. I just had a call. This guy just stole my call. I had a call to tell you how effing funny that Saturday show was. Thank you. I'll tell you what, Howard. I've been a fan for about 10 years. That animated Jackie, the KKK teacher, right. hysterical. I was rolling. My wife and I, were, we just couldn't even keep our eyes open. We were laughing. So well, the hard. way the guy draws Jackie is so funny. And the interaction between Jackie, Fred, and Robin is so funny. The funniest thing is when he's walking down the hall, shuffling his arm back and forth, and then he stops to talk to that little girl. Yeah, yeah. That oh, was good. that was brilliant. Yeah, and he, and he, you know, he, he What was her... that walk they gave me? That's, uh, that's uh, so funny. Yeah. It sounds funny. I got to see this. You got to see it. It's really good, and it's one of the longer animated pieces we're trying to get into longer form animation, so this one runs, I'd say, about three and a half minutes. Right. Wow. It, was, it was way longer than I thought, mm -hmm. but it was like right off the air. It yeah. Was, it was great. Yeah, it's fun. What that guy was just saying about animating your old bits, I was going to say the same exact thing I said to my wife, too, and that would be a really good move, and I'll be looking forward to watching the problem not only is, uh, the problem the is, that are animated, but the Son of the Beach, too. Yeah, Son of the Beach is going to be a huge hit. Uh, I'll tell you something. I love this show so much. I mean, we haven't shot it yet. We start shooting next week. Yeah, Son of the Beach is not the animated one. No, Son of the Beach. Son of the Beach is live action. Uh, the animated series is going to be Doomsday is going to be on for another year. But uh, um, you know, I don't know. The, Son of the Beach is real funny, but this the whole idea of animating our bits and the Saturday Night Television show it's really coming together. So if you haven't been watching it, you should. It's it's fun. Bobby Schreiber's stopping in at seven thirty. He's one of the Kennedy kids. He's a Kennedy kid, but he doesn't have the Kennedy name. Wow. Shriver. Uh, that was Dayton. Yeah. The sister of. Yeah, we got to ask him about oh, that. God. Bobby Shriver's going to be here. I want, what I want to know is how much money is left for all the Kennedy grandchildren? I think they have to work. I'm going to ask Bobby that. Can't be much. I'm going to really grill him about <laughs> the money. Ted must have used up everything. Right. Thank you. You are the man. Thanks, bro. Uh. Rob, go ahead. Rob. Yo. Do your thing. Go ahead. Metall hey, Howard. Yeah. Good morning, man. Hey, I got uh, Metallica tickets New Year's Eve. Where are they playing New Year's? At Pinewood Knob. Or at uh, Pontiac Silverdome. Oh. Oh, in uh, Michigan, yeah. That's right. That is a beautiful stadium. I, I was, I, well, I was working in Detroit when uh, the Pontiac Silverdome was first built. It was the first year. It was a you know, the Detroit Lions were playing uh, in the Pontiac Silverdome, and I remember going to a game. 80,000 people can fit in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a great indoor stadium. Yeah. It was a lot of years ago, though. Uh, how many years ago was it in Detroit? 1980? Yeah, that was, you know. I like it old 19... more now. I think they're going to move, too. Are they really? Yeah. It's old now. Yeah, yeah isn't that it's weird? Old. 19 years ago I was there, and... Uh, the stadium wore out in the time that you've been... I know. It was the first time, you know, Detroit has cold winters, to say the least, and I remember just sitting there watching a football game with my, my jacket off, and I was just like, wow, this rocks. Yeah, it was just great. I love that place. Hey, you want to buy those tickets? Yeah. You no. go, you go, man. You'll love it. That show wasn't that good, huh? No, it was great, but I can't get to Detroit on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's too bad. I'm going to be with my daughter. Oh, he's not going right. to plane. I'm going to be welcoming the Millennium in with my six-year-old. Thank Family you. Family values, baby. Right, baby. Charlie. All right. Yeah, Baba Booey. Baba Booey to y'all. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Right. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. The time just said to me, man, when you came into the concert, there was that redhead with Pat. Yes. Right. Yeah, he was just I saying that he mind. saw this knockout. Just, I didn't know who it was. I go, 
I said, well, point is, I didn't either. <laughs> I said, I said, Tom, did you leak into the press? Yeah, really. <laughs> well, I heard Raz did. Uh, hey, you know that I when this Kennedy kid gets, you know, it's, it's weird to be a Shriver because you know the Kennedy. You got the black cloud over your head, but you don't get the Kennedy name. Yeah, and I was going to ask, do you get less money if you don't have the name? Well, his mom, Eunice Shriver. She's a Kennedy. She's a Kennedy. She was Eunice Kennedy. And she married this guy named Sergeant. Sergeant Kennedy. <laughs> Sergeant Shriver. I mean, Sergeant Shriver, yeah. <laughs> Imagine your name is Sergeant. What a weird name. But meanwhile, like, how much money does he get? Copy. Yeah, how, I mean, how much money did the old man make? Well, they just sold, you know, it was really interesting, because remember they sold that business they had? Right. And everybody got a cut. And meanwhile, it was millions of dollars. There hasn't been a Kennedy in years that's made dime one. It's like no one wants to work. Well, they're all uh, told they have to do community service. Hell with that, man! I get a job. It's like requirements in high school. I know. We got. I got so many questions for Bobby Schreiber. He's coming in to promote something, something like you know, some free thing he's involved. In. Yeah, he's got probably another Christmas album right. to raise money right. for somebody. I think John Popper's on it because he's going to call in. And I just heard a, a thing called I guess I, I don't know. It was on the news. Rory Kennedy, mm. who's one of now she won't even take her husband's name. Right. Rory yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. He's a Kennedy name. Uh, she's one of Robert Kennedy's kids, and she has just done a documentary about a poor family. Mm. And she was so fascinated. She was like, well, poverty doesn't mean you're not happy. Right. <laughs> oh, there you go. She's learning all about it. <laughs> so where was I in my week? I told you I saw Metallica. Yeah. I told you I saw the, oh, the Stomp. balloon blowing up. Awesome. So Thursday I had you know Thanksgiving with the family. Yeah. And Thursday night. I took Emily in to see Stomp, uh -huh. which is, you know, at first I was saying to myself, okay, I got to get tickets for Thursday night because my daughter likes to go to plays. And, you know, there's not a lot of plays open on Thursday night because it's Thanksgiving night. Right, only some of them, but, right. you know, you can find one. But Stomp was, you know, Stomp was happening and people were telling me, don't go, you're going to get a headache in a half hour. Who told you that? Some people. Ah. Oh. So... I didn't know what to think, because from what I'd seen on TV, and TV doesn't do it justice, no. it seemed like a lot of black people banging on pots and pans. And I figured, yeah, I you know. with the black people. Yeah. Thoughtin'. <laughs> There's a lot of black people. What can I tell you? They're people! Yeah, but they were black people. I have to describe to the audience oh, what I was doing there. Yeah. They it need to know. It doesn't matter. To you. <laughs> it doesn't matter to you. You are a sick man. Right. Very sick man. I'm just trying to be funny. Anyway, so, anyway... I get to the theater, small theater off Broadway, way off Broadway. Way? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so far off, you almost fall off the island. Right, I'm not even sure I was in Manhattan. <laughs> and you go in there. It's downtown. There's one white guy in the show, in all fairness. <laughs> Three black women. And, and he doesn't, you know, ruin the show. No, no, but he's like the buffoon. <laughs> he's like the dopey one. You know, the dopey white guy surrounded by, you know, all the cold black people. <laughs> and he's the guy who always screws up. He's stepping fetching. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's stepping fetching. <laughs> the tables are turned. The black people are all in control, and the white guy's like... It's the bizarre world. Yeah, well, keeps, it just depends on when you see the show, because I've never seen it with all these black people. <laughs> well, you have to go. These black people rock. No, I've seen... The, I, saw, I saw the original show. Yeah, you saw it with white people. It's not as good. Very good. Excellent. Trust me, black people are better at this. Very well. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and like they, these guys could take a like a lighter 
Did you see the match thing? Yeah, and they everything. Do, and they can make music out of any anything piece of garbage. And you go, my God, they're <laughs> playing everything but the kitchen sink. And yeah. then they come out with a kitchen sink. And yeah, and they spray water all over. The, I'm glad I wasn't in the front <laughs> row. Don't sit in the front row. But it was really one of the best things I ever saw in my life. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's incredible, and not a word is spoken. Yeah, that's true. And uh, but you know everything that's going on. They communicate perfectly. Yeah. Hello? Yep. Yes, mother. Hello? <laughs> There's another person who communicates Hello? perfectly. Hello? She uses uh, a lot of words. Oh, she uses a lot of words. Hello? So, it was really good stop. It's all right. And then I had to go find a restaurant Thursday night, which is difficult on Thanksgiving yeah, night. Yeah, it was hard to do, yeah. Found one, Italian joint. So, I was father of the year on that night. <laughs> is father of the year really just uh, doing events? Yes. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, well, you wanted to answer you. There it is. <laughs> I did not know. And Friday, Deborah came in. So you do different things on different nights with different of the kids. Yeah. You don't ever have them all together? Sometimes. Next weekend, we're going to be all together. Okay. And then, like, uh, this is all new to me. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it's like corralling the kids. My wife and I are trying to figure it all out. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Plus, you know, you got to discipline the kids, too. Right, because you're with yeah. them all the time. Yeah. Now you got to deal with it. Yeah, we had some fights. <laughs> I told my daughter her curfew was 2 in the morning. She was giving me crap. 2? Yeah. Where was she going? I don't know. Clubs. Or, <laughs> well, she shows up a quarter to 12. But it's the idea. If I tell her 2 o'clock, she gets pissed at me. I don't understand. Me neither. <laughs> that sounds like a plenty of time to be out of I know. Day. That's what I told her. We she, never got to stay out like that. I know. She, she thinks that like I'm an ogre. But my wife and I decided she has a curfew. Two o'clock? Yeah. Don't even come home. I was going to make it one o'clock. <laughs> and it was like, the, then she started yelling and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. It's tough. Get your own apartment at that point. Yeah, right. What are you living with me for? <laughs> so, I don't know. That was a whole thing, which makes me nauseous. Because I don't like to argue about stuff. It's well, like, just do what I yeah, say. you got to be a dad. Well, I was always a dad. Come on. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, please. Don't bust my balls, too. What? You know what I mean. I've been getting my balls busted all week. I'm sorry. All right. Good <laughs> Lord. You can't say anything around here. No, don't. <laughs> you don't know what you're dealing with. I'm ready to blast off. <laughs> I don't know a thing. Right. You me neither. like this is brand new, so I said, I got to be a dad. <laughs> <laughs> my wife used to handle all that. <laughs> Sam, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? I saw Metallica the other day. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, my God. How could you not like that? I don't know. I, I never used to be roadie for him about five years ago. Really? Really. Wow. You didn't like them then, or you, you never liked them? No, they used to be cool. Oh. They used to play all their heavy stuff. Oh, yeah. well, here's a guy, you know. He, he sour grapes. before they were big. Yeah, man, before they got big, they didn't sell out, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, that was the best rock show I ever saw, hands down. It was it was good, I and mean, the presentation's nice. It's just... I don't know. Those dudes play so who's well. Who's better? Yeah, who's better than Metallica? <clears throat> My band is. Oh. Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you go? Um, why don't you go make bread with Pete Best over in Germany? <laughs> that's I do actually. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's why. Uh, man. I love those guys. Who's My band. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my week. More or less. Hmm. So did I clear everything up? Cleared up? Yeah. What'd you do on the weekend? Emily was there. The whole weekend? Well, yeah. Our friends all came in, like six of them. Wow. So yeah. you had all them over? They were over. Various oh points, goodness. yeah. Good Lord. Hmm. 
<laughs> Smooth, you're on the air. Howard. Yeah. What's going on, man? Hey, I was listening. Oh, I'm sorry, man. The show was too funny. And how ironic is it, man, that almost every day you were telling all your boys in the studio how to keep their wives and their women in line. <laughs> and you're the one. Yeah, I know. You know dude, 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 it's like you're the one who's ass out, man. Like, I know. It's just too funny, man. You know what's funny about that? Like, you know, the best of bits. Right. You know, now that I'm not married, <laughs> it's like. I don't want to play them anymore. Dude, I know you weren't listening. Dude, you must have been under the cover. No, like, I didn't listen. Every day. I did not listen. I bailed out. I bailed out all week. I don't want to hear it. Dude, man, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, will you listen to this? <laughs> how is telling, like, Jackie's wife and how her business and how she's doing this. She's well, hey, I told my... You used to get on the phone and try to straighten up. Let me tell you something. You're talking I... about Gary had to keep his woman in line. And well, you can see, I, I'm a no-nonsense guy. Dude... <laughs> Dude, it's just too, too, too funny, man. Well, I'm screaming at the top of my head, man. Well, it's not funny. Well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> not to me, it is. Tragedy someone else's call. I'm glad you're having fun. Dude, man, hey, take care. Love Later. the show, bro. Thanks, bro. All right, All right. man. Right. Later. Well. <laughs> well, shut up, Jackie. You still don't know how to keep your wife in line. I know. Uh, neither do you. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, I kept my wife in line. She just didn't want to be with me. <laughs> Right. Hey, Jackie, way too many Heineken Martling. Everybody quiet. <laughs> hey, quiet them, Jackie's plug. Oh, 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 725. Well, looks like the plug got ten times longer. It's the holiday season. <laughs> this filthy new Oleo CD, Come Again, includes Fool's Gold at the warehouse or call 1-800-323-KING. Tuesday, December 9th, Rascals Comedy Club in West Orange, New Jersey. For information in New Jokeland Web Mall, visit jokeland.com. How do you make five pounds of fat look pretty? Put a nipple on you. <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, tickets to give away to Sports Illustrated's 20th Century Sports Awards at the Madison Square Garden this Thursday. Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Joe Montana, Hank Aaron. Performances by Garth Brooks, Whitney Houston, and Paul Simon. I also have a trip for two to Las Vegas for three nights, courtesy of TBS. Now through December 11th, um... Celebrating 15 days of 007 every night on TBS Superstation. So I have a bunch you of good. Go to Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, in a minute, we're going to um, talk to Bobby Shriver. And also, I, w I want KC to play um, Who Wants to Be a, a Million Turkish Air or whatever the hell that is called. A one million. Uh, a Turkish millionaire. Who Wants to Be a Turkish Millionaire? We let KC play. Who Wants to Be a Million Turkish Air? air. <laughs> Turkish Air. A million Turkish air. <laughs> we got a bet on it. Right. <laughs> oh, also, condolences to our friend Neil, yeah. who lost his father. Neil, who uh, is OJ Mask. Very sad to In hear fact, that. He was on the E Show the other day. Neil's father? No, e Neil. Oh, Neil. <laughs> Never had Neil's father on the show. Yeah. Neil's father's a good guy, and now there's nobody to keep Neil in line. What is he going to do now? I don't know, but now Neil... Who's going to take care of Neil? I'm afraid Neil's going to get his father's money and squander that. That's what I'm... No, they won't do that. Who, Neil won't do that? No, they would never give Neil the money. <laughs> I'm sure his father made oh, provisions no. right. for his brother to watch Neil. Right, right, right. No one would give Neil money. <laughs> He's already demonstrated he has no respect for it. But didn't he sort of already do... Didn't he sort of already squander his dad's money? Did yeah. he get his dad's business and run it into the ground? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah. Right. Neil, Neil always has got some hustle going. He's always got a business, but I love Neil very much. Remember when he was in the races, racehorses? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. This he was buying racehorses. His father was very happy. Neil? Well, I just saw Neil's father at Neil's what was the third wedding. Yeah. 
his third vote. Neil can turn $100,000 into $5,000. Yeah, he should play this game. My, 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 he's the opposite of Midas. King Midas in reverse. Yeah. I know we're, like, eulogizing his dad, but my favorite Neil story is that he threw up at his wedding at the altar, his first one. Yeah. He vomited. Yeah, well, my favorite Neil story is I wasn't at the first one, but the third one, it was during World Series, yeah. and Neil over the bar had the World Series on and had to face the TV during yeah. the entire wedding. He was looking over his shoulder <laughs> at the game. And he wore a yarmulke with, um, whose number was on the yarmulke? Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry's number. That's right, because it was people. the year Daryl was the king. Right. He, he picked Daryl. And then he offered the rabbi two tickets to the World Series if he wouldn't go through with the wedding. <laughs> and then Neil... And, you know, and the guy, the, the rabbi is explaining to the, the goyim in the audience what's going on. And he says, you know, uh, this is the part of the ceremony that makes it official that they're married. And Neil says, could we skip that part? Yeah. <laughs> It was a great wedding. It was a total mockery. It was a riot. Now, now, is his wife amused by him, or she just tolerates him? I think she's shell-shocked. But do you think she finds it, like, did she laugh at his joke? You know no. what she said to me? Well, I don't think she does. She was at, you know, we had this big party for the Child Abuse Prevention Program. She goes, what are you doing here, Robin? I'm a beer. <laughs> right. She put in a lot of years with Neil. Oh, a lot, yeah. Before they got married. My theory is she's deaf. Because anybody could hear Neil wouldn't marry him. <laughs> but uh, I do love Neil. Oh. And finally, I feel good for his father that he finally gets a rest from Neil. Well, there is a bright side. There is a bright side to this, but I, I feel bad for my friend Neil. That's what they mean by rest in peace. Yeah, right. there's nobody to take care of Neil. Right. Neil's like a big Neil baby. Neil has remained a child for his entire life. Right. And he needs a father. Neil lived in his dad's house up until the time he was 50. Yeah. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> So somebody got him out of there. Right. They forced him out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean... They and, tricked him. And he, had, right. and he had a woman who, in essence, could have been his mother taking care of him for right. 50 years. His, mo he, his mother-in-law. Yeah, he I mean, was she, tricked out of the house. Right. But anyway, Neil's father died, and I was sad to hear the news. And Yeah. I didn't... <clears> I was shocked, actually. Yes. We all were. Except Jackie, who doesn't care about any other human being <laughs> on the planet but himself. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be back right after these words. Hi, this is oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. You're listening to The Howard Stern Show, a guy who has a smaller penis than I do. In fact, when he gets dressed, the Kudaloom guys start giggling. That guy kicks ass. Rodney Dangerfield and Jackie still owe some money. Come on. Move up and let the man go through. Let the man go through. I said, move up the side and let the man go through. Let the man go through. Move upside and let the... <clears throat> okay. So what's it like to be a Kennedy? What is it like? One can only imagine. I was born a Stern. And that's been what? That's been a nightmare. <laughs> be quite honest. <laughs> to be a Kennedy. Welcome to my nightmare. I love the song, I want to I wanna live with a Kennedy girl. I want to marry a Kennedy girl. That is a great song. Uh, wait a second. Here comes one of the, what I would say, America's princes. <laughs> That's the sperm lottery right there. Oh, he won it. There it is. That's the man. That's Bobby Shriver. How you doing, Bobby? You got more handsome than ever. How you doing? And you know, all you Kennedys are handsome, you bastards. That's not we got, true. We got, well, who is it? Do you know any ugly ones? Uh, oh, well, yeah, I maybe. guess this generation is good. 
<laughs> Some of Bobby's kids weren't that great yeah. looking. But I'll tell you, you're a good looking guy. That's not very nice. Well, come on. They're not all that good looking. Name one. JFK Jr. was great looking, world's sexiest man, but you're you're not that far off. Yeah, you look like him. <laughs> Listen to me. You're not Listen that far off. Too. You might be the world's sexiest man. I'm not sure. I'll go out with you. Aren't you the most available one? No, you That's are. That's my fondest memory of the last time I was here when Jackie handed me a little note and I asked him to stop handing the notes to you because you were getting ahead of me in the That's joke right. department. Yes, I yes. It was an unfair matchup. And he handed me a little note and said, you're cute. Could I have your number? That's right. Could you do me a favor? Explain something I to said, me. I my audience wants my never fondest memory we don't of, this, get a, of this show. We don't get a hold my of My fondest memory. I've never been asked for my number before by a man. You are promoting hey, a record Jackie album. Jackie was the first one. You are promoting a record album, which is quite good. I'll, I'll talk to you about that in a minute. But you haven't played the record yet. I'm very shocked. Oh, no, I'm going Gary to. Gary told me he hasn't listened to it yet. No, no, no. I was just listening to it in the commercials. Oh, you were? Yes, I was. Okay. And there's a, in fact, the John Popper cut I was listening to with Eric Clapton. How very, great very is good. that? That Terrific. harmonica and guitar duet. Terrific. Did you hear the whole duet? Yes. That was great. I'm going to play some of it. How do you get these guys to do that? They hear Kennedy's on the phone. They no, I tell them I'm going to go and talk about him on no, Art Stern. No, right away they're like, hey, they're philanthropic. The guy, the, you know, these I rock say. stars are not the most brilliant guys. They go, hey, there's a Kennedy on the phone. Yeah, but wait a second, his name's Shriver. <laughs> he can't be a Kennedy. <laughs> you know what you I mean? Tell me it was a Kennedy, and then you say your name's Shriver. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't understand. <laughs> anyway, they explain. That explain. Everything. Everything. I'm but explain everything you have. Right, but you explain the finances. Hold it a second. Now stop it. Calm down. All right. <laughs> He's trying to. He reminds me of my little brother. That's why I get very excited. Yeah. Well. <laughs> what little brother is that? Yeah. My brother, my brother like Anthony. He has the same. <laughs> Anthony looks like me. No, he has the same personality. <laughs> Anthony would be thrown out. Need to be quiet and listen to him. <laughs> right. Now, hold on a second. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. You, when you become a Kennedy, when you're born into the family, right? You are given X amount of dollars. All millions. No. No. Wait a second. Yes. Off the, your great He's laughing, your, it's true. Your grandfather, Heinrich Kennedy, yeah. whatever, whatever his name was. I don't remember the guy's name. It was Joe Kennedy. All right. I don't know. Heinrich Kennedy. Uh, no, your grandfather, Gerhard Kennedy. Heinrich Maneuver. I don't know. Heinrich Maneuver. Right. Kennedy. Right. Your grandfather, Joe Kennedy. Go ahead. Who, by the way, made his money in alcohol, which I'm, I don't I don't have any problem with that. He was a distributor. What's on your collar? You got something on your collar? Something. Like blood or something. Maybe I cut myself. You cut yourself. Look, down here on your collar. You know, those Kennedys do have a black cloud. They do have a black Cloud. You did cut yourself. It's some blood all over your collar. Is that all right. right? Yeah, there is. It's all right. Yeah, you come over and clean hey, take a look. Oh you see it? You'll suck it out of your you see all the blood? Oh look. What's your shave with a machete? Wow. <laughs> Frank, did I have a good cut? Is yeah. the hair that's. Oh. I think you're a vampire. <laughs> Someone could come over and suck oh, it. You were last... bitten. Be honest with me. Explain to me what Go happened. Ahead. In other words, your grandfather made millions. He did. Okay. That set up the Kennedy dynasty. Then the, uh, the, the original 11 kids. Nine, 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 okay, right. got a cut of his fortune. And then when you grab... He thought of it as a cut, but... Yes. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> the, listen, right. I wish that happened yeah. to me. My old man would make 10 cents. It was so big, it didn't even feel like a cut. <laughs> right. But then, so your parents... Did he give all the, gir the girls as much as the boys? Yes, he did. He, he did. Okay. Very big on equality. Wow. Okay. That, okay, he was a man ahead of his time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so your mom, Eunice Shriver... Yes. 
who was Eunice Kennedy. <laughs> that well, I'm very proud of you. Right. And your dad was Sergeant Shriver. Is is please? Is, is, okay, is I apologize. Four years old. Sergeant wow. Robert Sergeant Shriver. Still married? Uh, Still parents? married. Absolutely. Well, how they do that? Absolutely. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's a miss. Forty-eight years. You were and married too. And dating seven years before that. How do you like really? that? But you were married. You never married. You were too. Never your married. Your first wife's name was Emily. Never married, big guy. Really? <laughs> never married. Look at they got the wrong one. guy. See that? That's but my cousin Bobby who was. Oh, that was Bobby. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's my. That's the idiots who do my research. All right. <laughs> so many guys handing. Guys are handing the notes. You guys start right. back up again. Howard's here on his own. He right. can't. Right. Yeah, but you've dated a lot of cool chicks. That may or may not. Yeah, right, I got a list. Oh, I got a list. Oh my god. Here's the list of girls. Right Alphabetical. Alphabetical. All right. Here we go. Other people in the family. Here's who you dated. You ready? Daryl no, Hannah. Good no. God, no. You see, I don't know if this was you. Good God, it, says, it could be all wrong. See, because here's my research. It says, Bobby's first wife was named Emily. That's already wrong. Yeah. Oh. You've been romantically linked to Mimi Rogers. That's true. Oh, that is true. Yes, oh, that so is they true. got the right guy. How's that in the sack? <laughs> Oh, dear. Did she put out? That was oh, Mrs. Come on. Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was now, Mrs. Was that Tom Cruise. Yeah, you guys, you guys, did you bang... What, where did you get that information? Wait, did you bang her before Tom Cruise? Where did you get Cruise? that information? Be honest. Did you bang her before Tom Why Cruise? Why did we see a, thing, a video of a plane crashing over <laughs> That's not. That's not for you. You've seen enough of that. I would like to see the other things that are behind Howard's desk here, ladies and gentlemen. are very interesting. He thinks I put a plane crashing up yeah, right here. Right, this is torture you. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Please. Oh, God. Believe me, I was closer to JFK Jr. than you were. <laughs> no, he always said that you day. were great. You guys went to the gym together. Yes, he's a good guy. And in fact, the last time I came in here, I went to dinner with him the night before I came in. And he was very helpful and advised me on how to handle you. Yes, and also, I was very friendly with his wife. He said, just be very nice to Jackie. That's the key to the whole show. <laughs> right. He won't send any naughty little notes over to Howard about it. All right, now hold on a second. You were romantically linked to Mimi Rogers. Now, that's a very feisty woman. Oh, that's a very full-figured woman. She's got the biggest boobs. Yeah, she does. She's all boobs. Yeah. Why? Mimi, are you listening to this? Why did you break up with her? Why did you not marry her? Are you a playboy? Uh, no, I, I I moved back to the East, but she was working then in California. So you're the only smart Kennedy. You know it's in your blood to have sex with various women. He's not going to get married until he's like nine. Yeah, you're not nuts. You don't get married. You How old were you when you got married? I was 19. 19 years old. When I met my wife. My God. How old were you when you got married? 23. 23? 23, yes. Yeah. And in retrospect, you feel that was too young? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you something. My wife and I had lots of good years together. We have three great kids. I don't think it was a mistake to be married. I think we had a great time together. It's a very sad time in my life. All right. How many times have I heard that? That's it. <laughs> Has that been said before? It's like is a, that kind of gravity? Well, listen, I'm not. This is not about me. It's about you. Okay. Great. Oh. Christmas record. Here we go. Now we're gonna get to it. I just want to say this guy's got seven pieces of paper. I got reams of paper. I'm talking about my so girlfriend. Seven pieces of paper there. Mimi Rogers. Let me see the rest of that. I'll confirm. How many years did you out with Mimi Rogers? That's a nice years. That's a nice. That's a woman's got a nice body. I can picture her. She's a very girl. bright lady. And this was before she was married to Tom Cruise, right? Yes. Right. Oh, you got her in her good years. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to this. She got a bit of a butterface now. Oh, no. That's oh. not true at all. When really? was the last time you saw her? You don't even know what butterface is. I do. What is it? It means it has a sort of a buttery no. complexion. It means everything's good butterface. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah. Oh. 
Squirted butter. Is that what it means? That's right. All right. So wait a second. Heard of that before? No, but actually, I find her very, very attractive. Because you're not a cad. I just want to see what's going back. No, Bobby, I find that very. I find it very. Why don't you have me to the Kennedy Mansion? I invite you anytime, man. You never phone me when you come to Santa Monica. No, just call me up and I'll party with you, dudes. I want to auction you off. I decided when I was thinking in here, with you auction off. This is a new thing we do in the charity. Bachelor auction? Yeah, we auction off meet and greet. We auctioned off some. Uh, oh, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that? No, Someone no, no. coming here and meet and greet you, they might pay a lot of money to charity for that. Listen, I'll go to this I thing, wanted, but I'm I not flying there. I'm going to drive. All right, listen to me. Here's How much what do you think you would get if we auctioned you off? Nothing. You have also been romantically linked to... I'm not going to get off this romantic... Tatum O'Neal. No. 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 No? No. Oh. All right, you were also dating... Just this is just like names. a... Yeah, he's throwing out names <laughs> and hoping. It was reported that you dated in 1985... Uh, Aunt Actress, Amy? no, Ampy yeah. from Mayberry. No, <laughs> actress Cynthia Sykes. No, you say no swear. Oh no, 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 no. And the most recent rumor was you were actually dating Lauren Bassett's sister. No, you were dating Lauren Bassett, Carolyn's sister. Is that true? I had dated her. Yes. You did. Mm. How weird was that? It was I tough. Mean, it was tough. Yeah. Because Carolyn was your my pal. Your pal. Yeah. So you, you must... were you were dating her at the time of the accident. I was. Wow. Oh man. I, bad. That's bad, bad news. Mm-hmm. You guys have gotten so used to tragedy, you can talk about it. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do? You got to talk about Jeez. it. You got to bow your head. Yeah, I work with Fred. I talk about that. All the time. <laughs> yeah. If I can talk about Talking that, Talking makes it better. Well, if she was anything like Carolyn, who was such a nice woman, she was indeed a very, very lovely woman. That, uh, that, that it's a real tragedy. What can I say? There's nothing more to add to that. Maybe there is, but I, you don't you look like you're in any with condition. John Kennedy Jr.? Hey, did you ever fly with him? <laughs> no, I never did. I would never fly with anybody. <laughs> you I don't no. I mean, unless it was an experienced pilot, I would never go up in a small plane. How do you plane. know who's flying those big jets? Because at least if you go with somebody who, listen, look, don't get me started with small planes. No, did think, you hear about the one that crashed? And uh, yes, of course. They had a, they got the Geiger count. Something was in. Do a, you fly all of a, a no, I don't. fast food joint? Do you try no. commercial airlines? I fly commercial. Of course, I've, I've flown with many people in small planes. It, it's it's horrible. No, it's not. It's fine. I wouldn't you gotta do it. Get somewhere you fly. It's not a big deal. And I knew uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> and believe me, he was no pilot. That's not true at all. That he, is true. Absolutely no. That is How absolutely you know? not true because he used to come in, in Santa Monica and fly. He flew all over the country. He flew across the country several times. Want to know? I said to him two times in his life. I said, "What are you doing?" I said to him, "What are you doing?" And I said to his wife, "Are what you are nuts?" You I said, "What are you nuts?" <laughs> no, he enjoyed it. And you know what she said to me? She it. said, "I would never fly with him." Oh, I don't believe that. I she swear was the that's first true. First person who went up with him as soon as he got his license. Well, I think he drugged her. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't have flown. I wouldn't. Uh, no, no, absolutely. No. All right. Well, whatever. You've never flown on a small plane anywhere. I have, and I almost got killed. And that's a true story. I was up. We were going to go to Atlantic City. A bunch of my friends. My friend had a small plane. Some rich guy I met. We were up two seconds, and I said, we landed after. Wasn't about, it bad weather? No, 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 were, no. We, no. It was fine weather. I we landed. We landed after five minutes, and I got a taste. Of it. I said to myself, "Man, this private plane is great. Five minutes. We're in Atlantic City. Stupid me. We're back at the same airport because one of the engines went out. Oh." oh. That was your first time on a private. Well, show. who knows? I don't know. Scary. I've flown on many ones. It's very convenient and very. Uh, if you have to get to a tough place, it's a great thing. Listen, I used to kid around with JFK Jr. and I used to say to him, I said, you know what? 
you fly a plane like you're on a magazine. Let somebody else do it. And he says to me, he says to me, you know, Howard, you are a real schmuck. And he, 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 actually, right. he used the word schmuck. And he was right. You think he doesn't know what the word schmuck is? I saw him in the locker room. The guy was hung like a horse. Honest to God, he was. Now you know him real well. I knew. I saw him naked. Best buddies. Listen to this. Best buddies. That's my brother's program. He was my college roommate. You didn't even know that. All right. Anyway, so look. You still go to that gym? No, he stopped after that. I stopped after uh, I JFK. He, he, I was only going there to hang out good. with JFK Jr. That's, that's it. I was giving you that opening. That's right. Oh, a minute to All right wait a second. So explain the finances of being a Kennedy, and we'll get to the record. I thought second. we were going to go back to the girls. Oh, no, we're done with the girls. Oh, we're done with the girls. No, okay. no. Mimi no, was the only one. get to the bottom. I kind of got sad when your girlfriend just died. I mean, oh. it, you know, how, how am I going to carry on with that? You know what I mean? Listen to you. It's bad. How long were you going out with her? No, I didn't. She wasn't really, you know, in fairness, my girlfriend. I'd gone out with her, though, for three or four months. Really? She was a great girl. Uh-oh. You'd do anything not to get married. I'm telling you. <laughs> All these guys. This, this is the only smart Kennedy ever going to meet. He knows not to get married. What do you think, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. Uh, listen to me. Uh, Go ahead. So who are you dating now? You must be over that tragedy. You must no, be dating somebody no. now. I'm, uh, I'm very are you still calm. in mourning? I'm very calm. You are? Yep. You did yourself. Jeez. What does that mean? He's calm. You're not dating anyone right now. I'm He's going to yoga quiet. every day. Really? Are you? Yoga. Every you look day. good. I got to tell you, you're really in shape. Every day. Right. It's great. But you're not dating. Uh, I'm dating a little bit. Who, who you get? I'm not telling you. I think. <laughs> is it a hot chick? <laughs> That's what John said to me originally. He said, "Just turn to Howard, ask you anything you don't want." You said, "Howard, you know I'm not going to answer that." Wow. If you're in mourning, what do you wear? Black condoms? Oh. Telling you right now. That was good. Did Jackie give him that one? No, no. Come that was mine. Did you make that, that was up mine. off the cuff? All right, come on. That was off the cuff. Uh, wait a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's throwing me another note. Hold All right, wait a second. Let me ask you something. the paper like that. Bobby, how does it work? So, in other words, do you get, a, do you get at a certain age, get money from the estate? It, yeah, how Please. old do you have to be to get the money? How, do you, how does it all work? Explain to everyone who isn't as privileged. What? What? Exactly. In other words, at what point in your life, like your parents had a lot of money and stuff. But at a certain point, you get a hunk of the inheritance. Now, do you get a hunk of the original f uh, grandfather's money, or do you get a hunk of your parents' money? How does it work? All kinds of I don't really get. know about all that hunky thing. But I mean, how do you no, get your, nobody really? But you've received inheritance from your grandfather. Yes, indeed, absolutely. Isn't that amazing? So he had even taken care of the grandchildren. Do you realize how much money he made that he could leave money to his grandchildren? And there's a lot of grandchildren. Yeah, I'm sure you've left money to your grandchildren. That. No, I have not. You haven't? No. Well, what's what the you, with I'm, your I'm, not into, I'm not in the bootlegging business. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have that kind of money. Oh, Grandpa was never in the bootlegging business. Oh, come on, I'm gonna stop you right there. Oh, please. still exists. Yeah. Company still exists. He originally got in. Because no, he didn't. He gave it his distributor. This is a wise tale. It's a thing that's amusing to people. Well, listen, I'm not going to. I'm not going to debate people it. Really. Got, okay. All right. Okay. Doers. It was completely legal. Please. Smuggling booze inside uh, of ships. But you could still be. <laughs> Come on, you know the truth. You're doing on a roll of the day, man. No, no, yeah, I can tell your folks he's making all this. Up I don't on care his that own. he smuggled booze. If I had to, I'd deal pot. I don't care. But you could be leaving money to your grandchildren right now. Nah. You put ten thousand dollars in a little trial. Wait a minute. That wait a minute. Up. I really want what to. Know. He doesn't have that kind of money. Look I don't have that kind of money. Come on. That is such a lie. When you are born. such a lie. When you are born. me right now you can put ten thousand dollars out for your grandchild right now. Hey, sweetheart, I just got divorced. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm separated. You got ten thousand dollars. All right, all right. Listen, put in a little trust fund, and then in twenty-five years, she'll start getting distributions, and people will say to her, you know, God, did you get your father? Your right, so tell me, father made a lot of money. Tell me how it works. Radio. Tell me how it works. Can you believe that? She'll go. Yes, he did. When do you get the money? Do you That's get exactly the money? What I say about my grandfather. When you yes, were born, he did, and I'm very proud of. Okay. When you were born, in <laughs> other words, as soon as you were born, as soon as I was born, they gave me a check. 
But I don't understand. Just, you know, they hit a Kennedy and he kind of starts laughing. Yeah, but I don't understand. I don't understand how it happens. In other words, that birth, you get a certain amount of money. Yeah. Then on your first year birthday, they give you another check. Really? Then at second, your second, you're two years old, they give you another check. Wow. And you just wow. Put them in your little checkbook. So when no, you were born, must be a certain age at which right. you. Uh, when you were born, you were wrapped in cash. <laughs> wrapped in cash. Yeah. <laughs> so you're set for life, right? You have enough money. money. It's yeah, a nice but, life, right? I mean, seriously, to be. Hey, it's a great life. Right. And and you do philanthropic things like this record album. Everybody, everybody in the family works hard at those kinds of things. Right. My brother Anthony does a program called Best Buddies, which right. matches college kids with mentally challenged people. But you guys are do-gooders. Yeah. Let's face it. Why we're not? We're and, hard workers. And I think we're that it's workers. nice because most rich people don't do crap. Wait a minute. Do they ever? Work. Yeah, are you kidding to run these films? No, 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 no. You got to show for the work. real work. Real work that you have to actually. No. Yeah. No. Why would you work if you had enough money not to? Oh, because it's fun. <laughs> Guilt. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> it's right. fun to work. You don't find it fun? What the, would you do if you didn't come in here every morning? Listen, I am driven to work. I'm still, I'm still trying to prove. I'm still trying to prove to my father that I'm worthwhile. But he doesn't yeah. understand that you. We're all trying to do the same thing. Right. If I don't work, I don't trust him. Yeah. You got to find. I'm not worried no, about your. I don't. I don't. Jackie's writing now. Right. I can right. see him writing over there. Right. Listen to me. Go ahead. Stay focused. Go ahead. I'm I, focused. Now on I remember. The funds. I remember last thing. Focused on the funds. Focused on. If the grandfather made money. Yeah. Originally, I, and I really want to be serious about this. Go ahead. If he made money originally, in other words, all of that money is in like a big fund somewhere, and the interest thrown off is what everyone collects off of. I don't know. Do, do you know? No, they invest money. People do that. You know, they invest. But who invests? Like it? they buy stocks. Right. And then they you buy get a stocks, and then twenty years later, the stock that you bought for ten dollars is worth whatever. It's right. Worth, right. And that's in a fund, so and they then distribute the stocks. Are you worth distribute whatever it is? Do you have ten million dollars? Personally, I have no idea. You don't even know what you have. I have no because it's just beyond counting. But when you want to go, but when you have bills to pay, <laughs> what do you, you do? I pay? send them to somebody and they just. You do? Them. Wow. No matter what you spend, <laughs> this is, none of this is true. But anyway, are you giving a right? Tell me how it works. I want to know. Why? Why will you not tell what me? What do you do with your bills? You I, pull out a check. I, go, I get a. I have a job and I go I to and they pay me. Job, but then how? What do you get a bill? For what, pizza, pizza when I get a bill, bill, I take out my checkbook and, and I you pay. write it. Yeah, yourself. I write it myself. You do. You don't I have do. an account. No, I have an account, but what, what does he do? He, he he does my taxes at the end of the and year. And he doesn't invest any money for you. Well, yeah, I mean, there I invest go. money. So, yeah, so you invest money. But it's money I earn. I, I, yeah, this wasn't always the way it was. So you got to go to someone to get your money. No, I don't. I just write a check the same way you do. But who do you? But who pays it? What is the state? No, I put cash in my account. Where do you get the cash? Sometimes I make money. You know, I make money. I put it in the account. But like what about, I produce some movies. I do various things. I used to right, invest in business. No, no, I just right. I have money in an account. I'm not defensive at all. Right, I'm, happy happy about it. I'm happy to have the money given to me if they were given to me, and I'm happy to earn it. Do you ever skim off the charity? I'm happy <laughs> to give you some money. Would you like me to give you yeah, some give money? Give me some money. How How is it somebody like? give me? I would like a million dollars right now. <laughs> would, you, would you start the Howard Stern Foundation? Yes, I would. Have you ever money. started it? Yes, I have. Do you have a Howard Stern Foundation? No, I don't. Have you ever thought about having one? Yes. And why did you decide not to do it? I'm not a do-gooder like you. I have to earn money. It's a different. Money, but you could I don't want to give away money. money. I you get a hard. tax benefit. I get up at four in the morning. So and you can I, still give away. Don't you see charities that you'd like to make a no. contribution like to? Blood money. It's blood money. You don't blood understand. Money. You don't There's get no it. contributions. <laughs> you kids who don't work don't understand. <laughs> no contributions. Have you ever made a charitable yes, contribution of course in your I life? Have. Of course, to what I charity. Have. To what charity? Yeah, testicular cancer. <laughs> All right. I want that cured. What is it? I have a question. Again, going back to the money. I don't want to dwell. Go ahead. Ask your question. I don't want to dwell on the money, but. Okay, so there, there were, you know, there was a grandfather and there were however many children. I know there's uh, 30 cousins, right? There's right. 31st cousins. And everyone's into the same deal. 
and not everyone is as bright as other ones. Has anybody ever like run through the money and had to go back and get more than their kind? Like you have to prop up a candidate, or, or is it impossible <laughs> right. to run through it? Uh, I don't know. I, I think people had difficulties, and some people spent a lot of money. Yeah. But is there they somebody were, there was illness? But don't they have is there somebody in charge of like putting a at one point? Is it like say is there a cap? <laughs> I'm not saying there is, but say somebody had a gambling problem. And I'm not saying anyone ever did. Right? Is there someone who's like there's a failsafe where at some point he goes, you know what? I got to cut you off. But well, then how's it going to yeah. look in the papers when you got some homeless Kennedy running around? Yeah, you can't have that. They're all going to seem heartless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a PR thing. No, no, they're, uh, it's the family. I mean, if somebody in the family is getting in trouble, other people in the family stick up for them and say to them, look, you know, you have a gambling problem. Oh, a lot of intervention going on. Don't, don't you think that you should consider, you know, going to work and getting a job or whatever it is? That, but is it carved in granite what everyone gets, or do you guys get to vote at some point? Like, No, we don't vote on money. You don't. No. So if somebody goes through it all, they blow it. That's oh, right. Right. But can you go through nice. it all? Uh, oh, sure. Sure you can. I think they each get now. Now they got to be down to about three million apiece. <laughs> I don't know. Cause but they just sold that business, and they said, you know, like everybody got like four million dollars. It was a, it was a big sale. Yeah, what like, was the business? It was a uh, building in Chicago called the Merchandise Mart, <clears throat> which is a wholesale. I feel bad for the next generation. They're selling off everything. Right. But, but Howard, you remember we had anything to get? Yeah. I have to apply to the Stern Foundation. You're not kidding. Fellowship. I can't wait till you guys have to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't get a handle on the amount of money. But remember we had Patty Hearst in here. Right. And oh, William uh -huh. Randolph Hearst is from the same, you know, from as a grandfather. Yes. Same generation, same kind of money. And she told us she wouldn't give us the exact figure, but she said that hers was definitely upwards of forty million. Right. Right. Personally. Personally. So I'm trying to get a hand. They got a million Kennedys running around. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, the Hearst didn't have that many children. He didn't. Not only that, that's a gigantic business, the Hearst Corporation. The right. Guy. It's still ongoing. It's still on huge. Publishing magazines, owning TV stations, right. programming services. That's a big enterprise. We just had that one. Dude, you building. guys don't have any business. We just had a building in Chicago. It was yeah. a business. It actually was a business. It, they ran trade shows in there. Which is the reason paid rent, uh, right. people paid rent in there. But there's no business. It wasn't are, cosmopolitan. Well, Hearst owned cosmopolitan. No, I guess That's a different the, thing. Joe dissolved everything you, and put all the money. You know what you should do? You should you marry put all the money into politics. You should marry Patty Hearst. <laughs> Get her forty million. But are you, are you, you know, know they those? say about marrying for money. What do they say? You made it the hard way. Right. That's right. But are you one what does of those that mean? Guys that, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Are you one of those guys that keeps an eye? Like, in other words, somebody should be keeping an eye on what's going on if you want this money to be reinvested correctly. In other words, do you depend on, uh, is there like a consortium that does it? or is there? A no, family? people look after their own investments. Everybody's capable of looking after their own things, so they do. But isn't there Some a joint thing? Invest. Who's taking care of the joint thing? Is there still no. a big rock of money that came from your grandfather? Uh, yeah, like, there is a pretty and, big and rock who, of money. Who, who looks over that? There's an office of folks here in New York. But do you ever check up on them, make sure? I look after my own, so yeah, I don't check up on them. No, they're very cool. professional people. This is cool. We're learning cool something about it. I'm learning something. Yeah, this is very yeah. cool. You've got the same group of people looking after your money. No, I don't. You certainly do. Man. You absolutely do. You've All got right. a cat. Let's talk about this. Do you there some you know some nice properties too? Do you get to go the visit Stern those? Foundation? What do about this? Let's get back. Yeah, now, how do you work? The, oh, wait, how do you work the high? What is it? Hyannisport. Yes, Hyannisport. How do you work that? When you want to book a weekend there, everybody's got to go up there. What do you do? Now, we, you we can go whenever you want. In can you go? Can you go whenever you want? Yeah, sure. And can you bring checks? Uh, of course. Right, let me ask you a question. I'm being dead serious. Let's say you want to have a party. You, your friends, and some chicks. 
and you want to take a, you want to take him up to the Hyannis Port thing. Do you have to clear it with like Teddy and say, "Hey, you're not you're not going up there, are you?" Or Absolutely, you, Teddy. You know, no, but who do you clear everything. that with so you can have your own weekend in Hyannis Port? And, and you don't run into Teddy and his friends. Right, <laughs> his gang. So what do you do? How do you I work call that? My brothers and sisters and say, "Are you all planning on being up there?" I like to have a you know group of people go up there, and they say, "No, we're not planning," and up I go. All right. So you got to call like 11 million people just right. to clear. There are only five of us. There are only five drivers. Yeah, but the Shrivers don't run well, the Hyannis Port. No, but my mom has her own house there, so we go oh, to she our does. House. Yes, oh, oh, oh. That makes a difference. Oh. oh. <laughs> the notes okay. are coming in. Right. No, now, no, the note says that you have to leave in seven minutes to go to the Today Show, so I want to get to the record album. But what about, now I guess Teddy sold the, the thing down in uh, Palm Beach. The house, my yeah. grandfather's house. Teddy didn't sell it. The, the whole group. The estate sold it. Yeah. So That's you right. can't go my there. So you got a piece estate. of that action. No. No? Did you used to go down there? Yeah, it was great. My grandma had a house down there. It was terrific. And like, could you bring chicks down there? Uh, See, to me, it's all about bringing chicks. Right. Yeah, it's the impressed girl. Yeah. It was, you think so? I mean, we're going to go down to the estate. <laughs> oh, I can just picture it. We're going to go down to the estate and bang. <laughs> hey, I heard you dated uh, Ashley Judd. She's a pal. Oh, Man, I'd love to bang her. Man, what is that so like? Do you just leaf through, you know, Hollywood Reporter and see yeah, who's hot? I pick out a page, I send it to somebody, and let me talk. Me. Let me talk That's to your penis. Works. I want to interview your penis the next time you come in there. That's the way it works. Is she hot? She's a lovely girl. Oh man, how you? How, how many days before you get her on the side? <laughs> come on, be honest. You know I'm not gonna answer. You're that. not. You're not gonna. You know I'm not. Would you answer it off to you? And I'll tell my audience after you leave. But do you like hanging around with those poor people? What poor people? <laughs> yeah, hillbillies. You know these hillbillies who grew no, up in the mountains. You're, you're sophisticated. She, she worked her can off. All right, well, that's some little family. Can. What's it like when she's working like people? She's a beautiful girl. Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, she's a piece of ass. <laughs> oh man. You know, being a Kennedy is like being Spanish fly. Girls who spread their legs. It's the greatest. God you is could almost handle Mimi Rogers. But oh, yeah, but, but Ashley Judd, she's got nice boobs. Perfect. And those are real, aren't they? Come on, I'm going to kick your ass. I see you didn't date the fat Judd. You got the good Judd. You got the Ashley Judd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you believe You're a Kennedy. Are you mad that your name is Shriver and not Kennedy? No, I'm very proud of my dad. Do you have to go to like girls and say, listen, I want you to understand something. I'm a Kennedy, but I'm Shriver. <laughs> no, no, I'm very happy to be a Shriver. You are? Yes. And well, you are a great, very great family from Maryland. Is your, is your hundreds of years. But is your name Bobby Kennedy Shriver? No, my name is Robert Sergeant Shriver the third. It is. Yes. That's a good name. And Remember Arnold that. is the brother-in-law. Arnold is my sister's husband. Do you have a Kennedy tattooed anywhere yeah, in your body? That movie. Did you see End of Days over the weekend? Yes, I enjoyed it. I saw it very. very I liked it. Very good. And you produced True Lies. I know I that. And I just produced Mary, the Mother of Jesus, which ran on NBC, which I wanted to come in here and promote earlier, but they wouldn't let me come on. Really? Yes. Yeah, Who about the you? most famous? Who stopped you? The most famous Jewish mother of all time. That's right. I got a big rating when it's time slot. Mary, Are you a the religious mother freak? Of Jesus. Do you believe in Jesus? Of course. You do. Of you course. believe in Santa Claus? No. <laughs> all right. That's, so that's right. You guys with the faith. Okay. <laughs> I'm buying that. Yeah, you believe me? I'd have faith too if I had that that lot of winning. There must be a God. I yeah. want to have the Stern Foundation formed. <laughs> John Popper is on the phone. He's on this album let me let me uh quickly say the album a very special christmas live now this is uh, an interesting thing for example john popper is teamed with eric clapton that had to be a thrill for you john yeah i was killer how's your weight uh good i lost 18 pounds the guy weighs over 400 pounds he, he lost, lost 18, 18 pounds. pounds if he skipped a meal he'd lose 18 pounds I, it took a long time i'm taking the zane account now i blew off thanksgiving entirely why don't you have your What's stomach account 
Zena cow. He ate a cow. It keeps you uh, it keeps you from digesting fat. The only problem is a commercial for Zena cow this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oily discharge. My life is one yeah. oily uh, discharge. Uh, God. Damn Christmas album. He played a great harmonica duet with Eric. You remember that, John? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. Mr. Schreiber over here. Uh oh, John Ron. The name is Schreiber, not Schreiber. This man gave me the biggest thrill of my life. I got to physically lift the. He let you see his money. Off the ground. What did you get to do? Lift the president of the United States off the ground. Really? At this event, this uh, this record was recorded at the White House. And it was the day Bill Clinton was gonna be impeached, but instead he declared war in Iraq. Right. Like the man is totally at the end of his rope, and I get to look at this guy. And he looked so sad, I just needed to give him a hug. So I said, Mr. President, I give him a hug. Let me play a little bit of your work with uh, Eric Clapton. I think people would like to hear Let's it. Let's get him right off the ground. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, I picked him off the ground. He went, Didn't we have a fun time that night, John? Oh, it was killer. It was a great time. Listen to this. good cuts on here you got uh, and then you have the john and eric playing together in the next yeah, bridge which is incredible probably the coolest part of all it was just oh i'm sure vanessa williams is on this eric clapton tracy chapman uh tracy chapman and eric clapton cheryl crow with eric clapton but she used to bone him no wonder oh, uh, i got to smoke a cigarette in the white house i mean forget john bon jovi is on there. john bon jovi Run dmc is on there at the first ever rap performance in the white house Really? Christmas and Hollis. It's just all live from the White House? Li all recorded at the White House. Oh, no the, whole, the whole thing. And you hugged and your President, president Clinton? Right there. I got to lift him off the ground, and he made a little noise. He's really into fat people, the uh, he president. Really like John. He loves I, Monica Lewinsky. He loves Aretha Franklin. He loves John Popper. I saved, I saved my tuxedo for evidence. John you Popper. had a tuxedo? John Popper gave me a bonus. <laughs> Where did he get fitted for a tuxedo? They had to, they had to kill 18 blankets to make They have them. But uh, are you doing all right health-wise? Yeah, I'm doing a lot better, actually. Good. I'm Dr. worried about I'm you. I'm doing a lot better, and uh, I'm going to get one of those operations and belly band my stomach and all that. Good. Oh, you're going to be handsome. I'm doing it, man. I'm going to be 250 pounds. Good for you. Good for you. I love you, man. I love you, too. John Popper, everybody. Thank I'll you, John. You later. The album is called A Very Special Christmas Live. It's available at stores everywhere and at the Special Olympic website. Yes, it is. I'm against the Special Olympics, by the way. I don't think it's fair. Yeah, well, come on. Come on. These kids, they're not really doing those games. <laughs> Very special. They should the be in the regular Olympics. The Stern Foundation should make a contribution to the Special Olympics. You got the one-yard dash. You think that's fair? <laughs> the one All right, we'll talk about that the next time you come. A Very special. It's in record stores everywhere, and it's out now. Some people don't know whether it's also, out, it's you out can, now. Also, you can get it on the Internet at veryspecial.org. The album recorded at the White House benefits Special Olympics and features artists such as Eric Clapton, Sheryl Crow, John Popper, John Bon Jovi, Tracy Chapman, Vanessa Williams, and Run DMC. The one and only. It really is a very good album and a good cause. And uh, you are a gentleman, Bobby. Thank you for having me in, Howard. And thank you for explaining the funds 
I want to have the Stern Foundation next time I'm in here, which I hope will be soon. Would you stop saying that? Stern Foundation. I think what is the matter with him? Could write in and say they think that the Stern Foundation and they could ask for contributions. You could. I mean, there ain't no foundation going on here. Yeah, you know, I think your wife would like that. She you would could administer it together. She is. The Stern make, she, is she got make, all the Stern funds. Make philanthropic donations. Oh, you could build wings on buildings at Boston University. I would like to double date with you. Going on. I would like to double date with you. It would be me, you, and your money. <laughs> Howard will not go for the Stern Foundation, no matter what. He wants to come back to the girls and the money. Bobby, thank what you. What about the legacy, Howard? What is that? Your legacy. Yeah, I don't want what one. What about You don't want one? No. Not at all. Not at all. But I, it's a pleasure seeing you. You're not interested. <laughs> I can't end this. You want to let me end this. I want to hear really? about this. Talk to him I'm going to solicit you. Yeah, I'm talk to me about it off the air. The Stern Foundation contribution <laughs> to the Special Olympics. It's just like his uncle. A very special, Chris. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bobby Shriver, everyone. We'll be back right after these words. Edward Scissorhands, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and the good Batman movies. My movies explore the alienated and sometimes disgusting nature of man. And there is no one more alienated and disgusting than Howard Stern. Thank you, Tim. That's the truth. What an honor. Yeah! Good morning, everybody. It's Monday. We're back live. This is not a best-of show. In fact, I recommend that we do no more best-of shows because... They just get you into trouble. They get me into trouble. Hey, Dave, you're hey, on the air. Tokyo, how was your Thanksgiving alone, man? Well, I have you there. I was not alone. You weren't? No, I was with my family. You can't, You went back to your family? I was. No, I was with my wife. I was with my in-laws. I was with my parents. I was with my oh, kids. in-laws? Well, okay. I was with two people that used to be my in-laws. <laughs> and we had a very lovely Thanksgiving, very emotional Thanksgiving, right. as you could imagine. I'm sure. And uh, then my daughters came in and spent uh, all Thanksgiving weekend with me. So it's kind of like the uh, old home home week. Yeah. So in other words, your attempt to make me look like a douchebag backfired in your face. You fat prick! <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> me, my nose, and my whole family. It was very crowded around the table. They had a special table for my nose. You son of a bitch. F you. Hmm. F you. Uh, Cassandra, you're on the air. Hi, Howard. Hello. Um, I'm calling to talk to you about my 10-year-old son. All right. He hung himself nine months ago. He what? He hung himself nine he months ago. He hung himself? Accident. A 10-year-old? Accidentally. Accidentally? How do you accidentally hang yourself? How is he now? He's dead. Oh, he died? Yes. How do you accidentally hang yourself? They think that he was blowing around. He had bunk beds. Oh, yeah. These bunk beds. 
That's what they're saying. The bunk beds are dangerous. Um, the reason why I'm calling... I don't understand. He put a rope around his neck and, and hung off the... Or was it the covers? He, no, he uh, had a football belt around his neck. Oh, my God. A football belt? Mm-hmm. Why does he have a belt around? First of all, what's a football belt? I'm such a homo, I don't even know what that is. You wear it around your football pants? He was a football player at 10? Yeah. Well, they have these little leagues. You know. I see. I would never let my kid play football at 10, but that's irrelevant to this but conversation. They don't tackle it or anything. They, they don't? Like Two-hand touch? Yeah. What is it, Benji? And don't say something insensitive, because this lady's in pain, and you're a big, fat well, prick. I'm very sorry about your pain and everything, but maybe he enjoyed his last moments because a lot of kids have died that way by pleasuring themselves. Not at 10 years old. You are, just you are such a fat Wait, wait, at what age did you start pleasuring yourself? Not at 10, douchebag. Get out of here. Get out, right. really, seriously. You're an embarrassment to me and the whole show. Jeez. Thank you. Benji, you couldn't even get to the top bunk to hang right. yourself, you fatso. How dare you say that? You know at 10 years old you didn't pleasure yourself. Yeah, I did. You did not. Yes, I did. Get out of here. Dude, what, what age Dude, did you start? When I was 10 years old, I was watching Gilligan's Island trying to figure out how to pleasure Dude, first myself. of all, you start pleasuring yourself when, right, you're, you know, I, when I you're in the womb. You, get out. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. Please, you disgust me. You've gotten fatter than ever. Well, it was just Thanksgiving. You know, he'll work that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's on a diet. <laughs> yes, anyway, Cassandra, go ahead. Um, the reason why I'm calling is... By the way, just so you know, this is the worst place to call. Yeah, I don't know why you would call here. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, actually, it's uh, sort of a last-ditch effort. The reason why I'm calling is um, my whole family is really messed up because of this. Of course. Of course. Um, we're really financially strapped. Oh, uh, you might have you might have the wrong number. Financially strapped? We have to go. <laughs> It, you know, no, no offense, and I'm not making a joke, but it didn't cost anything. The kid died. Why would you be financially strapped? My, my, we have a four-year-old son that now has to be in daycare. Yeah, well, you're too late. Bobby Shriver just left. Yeah, that was the guy to call. He has a foundation. Yeah, he's a sucker. Oh. But anyway, what do you want me to do? I guess there's nothing you can do. All right. Now you got to possess you to call us. Yeah, we're the cheapest people on the planet. If we, if if Robin hung herself. I wouldn't help her. Thanks. It's all right. At least I'm honest. <laughs> oh, I don't have footprints. <laughs> yeah, because I know he won't help. What do you want me to do? Seriously, cut to the chase. I don't know. You you help other people. We I do. You pay for breast implants. Oh. No, I don't do breast that. Implants? If you want breast implants, I'll do that for you. No. I would rather have my son being healthy. Your son, your son died. Yeah, we no, I that. have a four-year-old son. But what? But what do you mean? He's not healthy? Mentally, no. Why? Because he found his brother. So what do you want me to do? I guess nothing. I mean, no, it, you called for a reason. What I mean, I'm I'm not a therapist. I wouldn't know what to do. And and I know that there's plenty of clinics that would help your kid. I don't know what what. I think you're asking for a handout, but you don't even need one. If you want your son to be healthy, there are tons of places in America. This is the great thing about America. There are more I'm not in America. Where are you, honey? I'm in Canada. Oh, so I'm sure in Canada, Canada is the same as America. You think? Of course. I don't know what they have up there. Oh, they got the same thing. Bunch of yentas won't want to help people for free. Yes, no. Of course, <laughs> honey. You don't need you don't need money to get mental health. All right. She gone. You don't need. What do you, tell me what you need. Tell me. You don't need money to pay for a psychologist. No, daycare. you do not. You do not. You don't. A daycare. If you want your son to be healthy, why don't you stay home with him? Because. 
What? His psychologist wants him in daycare because I am messed up too. Oh, so you should give the kid away is what you're saying. That's the answer. Oh, is that the answer? Well, if you are messed is that up, what you would do with your kids. No, I'm not messed up. You are. If you're so messed up, oh, you, oh, you mean you're messed up from your son killing himself? Yeah. Oh, I thought you're just a messed up mom. You're saying no. Oh, oh okay. I thought you meant like you have psychological problems. No. Hmm. Doesn't Canada have medical, like free medical? That's the good thing about living in Canada. They don't pay for a psychologist. My husband's union doesn't pay for Where, it. Wait, does your husband work? He's in school right now. Well, why do you have kids if you have no money? Why would you have kids if you're not in school? They didn't expect to have a problem. That's exactly what I'm trying no, to no, say. No, 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 no. Wait a second. People How are you supporting yourselves with children? Forget about forget about the suicide. What about? I don't understand how they somebody can afford regular stuff. Like what? Like clothes. How? They didn't have a lot, but you know it was. But he doesn't work. High. The husband doesn't work, and she doesn't work. She works. You work. I did work. My doctor took me off work. Yeah, I don't. You know what? You want to know something? I don't want to say anything silly because I think you're in a real bad situation. I don't want to say anything to upset you because I don't want to come down too hard on you. Because you've gone through a lot. So, you know, I wish you the best. I really, I'm not a professional. I don't know how to tell you how to handle this. I know there are many agencies in Canada that would help you. I know that. And if you if you really just looked, opened up the yellow pages or whatever they got up there in Canada, the white pages, and just look through it, you will see about a million agencies that would give you care. No, they won't. You I'm telling you, they would. The she hasn't called anybody except me. And I'm. Do you want me to make the calls for you? I'll make the calls for you. Yeah, go right ahead because I have called them. All right, I'll call. Give, I'm going to put you on hold. Give us your number, and I'll take care of it. All right. Yeah. All right. Hold on. You know what am I going to do? I don't know. You know. I, you know. I don't know what to do. I know people say you're on the radio. You should know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. You know. Listen, never mind that. Now my head is brought down. All right? I got two things to accomplish here before the news. One, I got Chuck Zito, Norm Zeta, and uh, A.J. Benza. Why isn't Chuck Zito? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Another guy who... Well, he's all broken up about the last Yeah. One. I should get a football belt for him. Bunk yeah. It's going to be a Christmas present. Chuck Zito, Norm Zeta, and A.J. Benz are here to evaluate a woman who wants to be in Playboy magazine. Say that again? Chuck Zito, Norm Zeta, and A.J. Benz. Ah, Norm Zeta. Yeah. <laughs> Superstar Norm Zeta. Yeah. And, uh, and this woman wants to know if she's Playboy material? Yeah. First, I want to give away a trip. Now, what should I give away? The Sports Illustrated 20th Century Sports Awards at Madison Square Garden? Or the trip for two to Las Vegas for three nights, courtesy oh. of TBS. Let's hold on to the Las Vegas trip, because that's a big one. Okay. We're playing for... Casey, you're involved in this, so sit down in the chair. I'm going to ask Casey questions, and you got to try and match with him. He's going to try to become a, a Turkish millionaire. Right. <laughs> Casey, get up there. All right. And uh, let me get someone on the phone. I was talking with my father about uh, who wants to be a millionaire. And um, we were talking about, you know, 
Regis's show does great in the ratings, and Greed doesn't. Isn't that weird? Well, I think why is because the Millionaire Show with Regis is so great because it's one-on-one. It's yeah. simple to follow. It's too complicated. Yeah, yeah. And my father uh, says to me, the reason that's a great show, why Regis is great, is Regis never lets on when somebody has the wrong answer or the right answer. keeps the same face. Regis doesn't know. Yeah, that's what I said to my dad. I said, Dad, Regis is, a, Regis, Regis is not a bright guy. He's waiting for them to tell right. whether the guy's right or not. Yeah, I go, that's why he has the fa- same face. <laughs> it's so funny because you can see that he doesn't know. Well, I ran into Regis the other day. <laughs> and I said, my father says you're great because you keep a straight face. And Regis is looking at me like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm on a roll. I have no face. But I was like getting mad at my dad for complimenting Regis because he could compliment me. Never mind complimenting Regis. <laughs> I go, Dad, he just asked questions on a game show. I said, the reason Regis can keep a straight face, his head is full of sand. <laughs> All right. Let me get somebody on the phone to play. Hello. Hello. Is your name, what is your name? Yoni. Yoni, you want to play? Yeah, sure. All right, Yoni. Where does Yoni come from? Yoni's probably Israeli or something, isn't it? Yeah, that was named after an Israeli. Oh, Were you? Okay. You're not a Jew, are you? Who's the famous yes, am, Yoni actually. who was an Israeli? Who's the famous Yoni from Israel? Uh, Netanyahu, Yonatan Netanyahu. He was the one that killed an Antebi in 76. Uh, All right. Okay. All right, now this is for a trip for two to Las... Oh, no, excuse me. This is a trip to the Sports Illustrated 20th Century Sports Awards. Are you from New York? Yeah. Oh, good. All right. Madison Square Garden this Thursday. Tickets available at the MSG box office through Ticketmaster. Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Joe Montana, Hank Aaron. Garth Brooks will be performing with the Houston and Paul Simon. Does this interest you? Um, well, uh, the, Las, the Las Vegas thing would interest me more, but okay. All right. Okay. Well, forget that. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, what you got to do is I'm going to ask uh, Casey questions for Turkish Millionaire. Okay. It's going to be a series of five questions. You have to uh, know whether he's going to be able to answer them. All right. Only three of them you have to get right. I have to guess whether Casey will know the answer to the question. That's right. Okay. Very simple game. Here we go. Casey, of course, works for us. Mm-hmm. Very good-looking guy. But isn't the brightest bulb in the batch. Okay. His microphone's not even on because he forgot to put on his own That's microphone. That's right. He's responsible Oops. for his own microphone. <laughs> and right. We can't hear him. I didn't do that. All right, oh, I didn't do that. All right, here we go. <laughs> that was not me. Now, earlier this morning, for example, <laughs> he didn't know what the word simian meant. Really? Yeah. He didn't know that that was a game. Yeah, like who, like who knows who that is? What that Everybody means. but you. Yeah, whatever. Right. This guy is not the sharpest knife in the drawer. You're right. All right. And then we're going to get right to uh, Norm Zeta. <laughs> Come on. Chuck Zito and A.J. Benza. All right. Chuck Zito gets that too? Now, Casey, don't answer the question until this gentleman uh, pipes up. Okay. Whatever that is. Okay. How many members are in the Senate? Now, don't say anything. This guy has to say whether you can answer that. Do you uh, think Casey knows? No, I don't think he's going to know this one. I agree with you. Casey, now we go to you. How many members are in the Senate? Well, there's two from each state. Right. And? So that's uh, 104. Okay. Jeez. Sir, that's your first correct answer. <laughs> the answer is 100. There's 50 states. I know. <laughs> There are not 52 states. Oh, he multiplied 50 by two. How? <laughs> and I threw in a couple. How did you do the math? That's why I just I uh, I had a brain fart. I'm sorry. All right, sir. That's one right. Okay. Casey, right. our man. All right. You ready? Yeah. What do the initials 
JFK stand for? Casey, don't answer right away. Not that Will you could. Will he know the answer to Will he know what? I, I think he's going to know the answer to this one. All right, let's go to Casey. He has to know all three words. Yeah. All three names. Casey, what does JFK stand for? Uh, that would be John um, Fitzgerald Kennedy. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's correct. And this gentleman matches with you again. That's correct. All right, mister. All right. What does IQ stand for? IQ. Now, do you think Casey will know this? I do not. All right. Casey, IQ. That would be intelligence quotient. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. How sure are you? I'm sure. That's correct. That's and I'm right. sorry, the gentleman on the phone said you wouldn't know it, so he only has two right answers, so we have to continue playing. You got to believe in me, baby. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. I didn't think you'd get it. What is the square root of 64? Will Casey know that? <laughs> yeah. Casey? I did fail a uh, remedial math class, but I know it's eight. Is that your final answer? That's my that's my final answer. That is correct. Okay. All right. So you are going to. Uh, going to I tell you, he doesn't know a lot of stuff. He lucked out on this yeah, one. Yeah, you asked him. <laughs> Let me ask you another one. When are taxes due? I don't think he'll know it. I, when think he knows it I don't think he knows it. Gotta know this. When are taxes due? Uh, I just did them. I just did them last year. All right. So go ahead. What's the answer? Uh, they do last year. Last year, they do. Last year, they do. Every year, they do. They'll be doing this year. Uh, all right, come on, give the guy a chance. When are taxes due? It's sometime in March, I believe. Oh my God! Is that your final answer? Yes. I forgot when I did it. I don't are know. you sure you're like American? <laughs> yeah, maybe you're from another planet. God, <laughs> I'm you're Superman. I forgot when I did it. Isn't it April 15th, Casey? March, April, same thing. But I got it in early. It's April 15th every year. That's the day. Oh, you know, what do you want? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You know, the day he did them was when everybody should do them. And I did them early. Name three countries that fought against the Allies in World War II. How many countries? Three. Uh-oh, we got him here. Oh, no, no, yeah, i got to tell you, history is, is, is not your strong suit. Strong suit. Yeah, we haven't found your strong suit. <laughs> I know, I haven't either. He ain't going to get two of them. <laughs> Give me two countries that fought against the Allies in World War II. The Allies. Who were right. the Allies? Yeah, name the Allies. <laughs> name the Allies. <laughs> name anything. Give it a guess. Uh, Germany and Japan. What's the third one? No, I'm going to say two. And then we, I gave the two. original question was three. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. That's correct. Thank you. Do you know the It's right here. All you. What temperature is freezing? What temperature is freezing, real quick? That's uh, 32. That's right. He doesn't know the third. I know the third. What? What was it? But you asked me for two. Well, right. give us the third. the third. Give us the third. Well, that, that's not the question then right there. <laughs> All, right. All right. It's enough. You, you went through enough. All right, sir, you're going to the Sports Illustrated 20th Century Sports Awards at Madison Square Garden this Thursday. Tickets available at the MSG box office through Ticketmaster. Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Joe Montana, Hank Aaron. Performances by Garth Brooks, Whitney Houston, and Paul Simon. Turns out you know your KC. Yeah. Thank you for playing Turkish Millionaire. Put this gentleman on hold. And now I'm going to introduce Chuck Zito, who is a machismo man. 
She is Muy macho. Muy macho. Chuck Cito, the head of the Hells Angels. Also from the, the Nomad Division. The Nomad Division, which is a elite division of the Hells Angels. It's harder to get into the Nomad Division than the Navy SEALs. Is it like a paramilitary organization? Yeah, he's in a paramilitary. I think he's a secret agent. <laughs> And coming in after Chuck Zito is A.J. Benza, who had his ass kicked I by Chuck Zito. Oh, yes. Yeah, it shows you that he's enough of a man to sit next to him. Norm Zeta is very smart. He's not even getting near him. Yeah, Norm Zeta. <laughs> Norm Zeta is keeping his distance. And Norm Zeta, the head of Perfect Ten magazine. Chuck, good to see you after your motorcycle accident. Uh, how, please get close to that microphone if you can. I don't want to tell you what to do. Uh, your business, what you do. <laughs> Chuck, uh, you had a horrible motorcycle accident. I see you're still walking a little stiff, right? Yeah, I just uh, got off the crutches and a cast. And you could still kick A.J. Benz's ass even uh, even though you were on crutches. I don't need my leg for that now. Oh, yeah. that's is. You could just punch him. That's all it was, right? Most men would have died in such a motorcycle accident, but you lived because you were extremely muscular. Is that true or false? Well, I don't know if that's true, but I took it all the... What happened? I just come back from the Hamptons and uh, two and a half hours on the road. Why are you in the Hamptons? I mean, you're a motorcycle man. Uh, you don't need to be out there with those uh, okay. she-she uh, yeah, Hamptonites. Fags. So <laughs> yeah, the fags. Were you beating up some people out there with the Hells Angels? <laughs> no, no, no. Care of some people? no, no. I actually went to polo matches out there. You went to a polo oh, match? Polo match. Really? Yes. I'm shocked. Hey, man, are you all right? Hey, Jay, you better not open your mouth to Chuck. We're all good. Not so good. Yeah, yeah, it's all good till you open your mouth again. <laughs> Chuck has to deck you. I can run to the final down, downstairs before he gets up. Well, notice how AJ behaves himself now around Chuck. Oh, stop. Yeah, yeah. Boy, that situation was straight. Yeah, it's like a girl. Listen, it was all for I think it's fine that Chuck goes to the follow man. Yeah. You just play your card. Chuck, so in other words, what happened? You were on your way back from the Hamptons, and what happened to you? Yes, I, uh, mile ahead from my home go around this turn i always do 30 miles an hour 30 miles an hour hit a pothole and bike just flipped out right over me Ooh, and wow. you broke what bike landed on my leg snapped my leg in half oh. in half yeah. was your leg literally yeah. on the other side of the road or something like were you like were you like looking at your foot like with your foot yeah. like oh, by your face yeah. oh my something, god something like that what did did you cry protruding did you cry no no Chuck, just did so. you cry did i cry inside yeah. AJ, why are you saying? AJ, why are you saying Chuck cried? Why are you nodding yes? Real men cry. Don't be never cry. You could have to kick his ass again. Snivel a lot. You're saying Chuck Zito was crying? He said he sniveled. Oh yeah. I think it's good that he sniveled. Was your was your penis injured? There was a rumor that that was fine, right? Yeah, that was fine. A lot of road rash. It was the other leg. Yeah. So you broke a leg. I broke my leg five places and uh, Whoa. ripped uh, my arm, all the, all the skin off my arm from the. Uh, Can we see that? Is up it to my no. shoulder? Is it messed up to no, look at? It's it's uh, healing pretty good. It is healing. Yeah. They put it back. Yeah. You're lucky you didn't lose your leg. Yeah. Most I know a lot of guys walking around on a stump from motorcycle accidents. Sure? Will you stop yeah. riding a motorcycle now? No. No, I'm building a new one as we speak. But you yeah. haven't been yeah. on a motorcycle since the accident. No, I haven't been able to ride one. Hmm. I'm lucky. I'm walking. Let alone ride you would get back on a motorcycle. That's how much of a man you are. Oh, would you get on the back of a motorcycle with some other guy driving it? Oh, no. No, please. <laughs> I that in my life. Oh, my no God. No guy would ever get on my bike. Have you ever held on to a guy and <laughs> ridden on a bike? You would never do that. No. No, because you are a real man. 
Oh, I just going to go riding around with the guys on the back of my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I had I have to thank uh, Dr. Helfert from uh, he the Special Surgery. Yeah, he put my leg back together. Even your doctor has the word hell in his name. This man on the bike thing is, right. let's say, you know, you're you're stuck somewhere. <laughs> and the only way to get back is to get on the back of somebody's bike. He would walk. I walk. <laughs> You'd rather die than do that. Well, I'll tell you what, if somebody stopped, I'd take his bike let him wait by mine. <laughs> Chuck would rather take a bullet than be, be caught on the back of another man's bike. <laughs> you don't understand what it is to be a hell's angel, do you? I don't. Yeah. Just trying to figure it out. It's a whole code. It's a way of being a man, right? Now, what would happen if you did get caught on the back of somebody? Uh, it's nothing would happen, but I just, you would just feel do it. I mean, you would feel very feminine. I just couldn't hold on to some, some guy. <laughs> you wouldn't even touch another guy. Right. right. I understand that. Yeah. I understand. I'm the same way. Oh, that's right. But that's what happened. That's and then right. the bike went on coming traffic, and a car came over and ran the bike over. Wow. So the bike was killed. The bike, yeah. It's still in <laughs> rehab. The bike's still in rehab. By the way, we're going to have uh, Chuck, AJ, and Norm Zeta. Let me introduce everyone to AJ Benza now, the next man on our panel. Yeah. These are all men's men. They understand how a woman should look. Yeah, Mysteries and Scandals on E. Yeah. And that is your TV show now. And right. AJ lives in California and bangs many beautiful models. Oh, he's in love now. Well, he still bangs beautiful models. Well, What's one thing got to do with the other? <laughs> AJ, is that true that you are now in love? Well, I, you know, I'm always in love. Yeah, I like that too. It's over. I don't know if it's over. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You don't even know. Uh, well, how would we know? That's the point. No right. This is a beautiful woman you met out there. No, no, I know for a long time. Right. Like New York. Right? And what are you doing in New York? Just our show? Or are you? Are you? Uh... Uh, no, Thanksgiving. 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 Came back and saw your family. family? Yeah. Right. Because you used to be married, right? Oh, fine. You got, yes. you got a bunch of kids and stuff, so you came no back. No kids. He always said a kid thing. I had no kids. Oh, you no. have no kids. Oh, oh you're lucky that way. So that he just comes back children? to visit his ex-wife? Right. Not that he knows of yes, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. My ex has two kids, though. Oh, she does? Yeah, yeah. She married a teacher, special education teacher. Oh, that's where you're going on? No. Yeah, no, no, my ex-wife. Oh, your ex-wife? That's what I'm talking about. She has two kids with this new... Oh, with, with a new guy. guy. Oh, I see. All right, it's very complicated. I can't... very... Listen, you're just... Getting a headache. Wait till you get on and on with the separation. It's more tricky. It's more complicated. A more tricky. Uh, you know, uh, you go from talking to Angie Everhart to the Metallica concert to even bigger. Stuff. I didn't talk to her. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I did I told you. What did I do? I don't care. You guys are nuts. She's going out with a friend of mine. Sure. See, I was going to be at that concert. You should have been at that concert. That was the greatest concert I ever saw in my life. I'm sorry, I missed. That. I was just flying in that night from L.A. Really, Metallica put on a show. I have never seen a concert like this in my life. Yeah. Never. Now we must honor somebody who is. We are so lucky to have this gentleman sitting on our panel. It's great to have I Chuck think and AJ. First time I've ever seen him. Let me tell you something. This is a man who everybody should be friends with. How did he get his money? I don't know. But this is a guy who developed the magazine Perfect Ten. Have you guys ever seen this magazine? All every all your all time. Ten. This is six issues, eight issues. How many? We just interviewed. They actually were doing a story on Chuck. And you are. Well, let me tell you something. Get prepared for a sellout if you do a story on Chuck. I mean, everybody wants to know what Chuck's up to. Chuck, you've seen this magazine? Yes. Beautiful women, yes. right? Yes. And Norm started the whole thing. And I, I see Norm all the time at the Four Seasons Hotel in Los Angeles eating dinner with beautiful women. Yeah. All the time. That's all he does. That's all he does. I think I'll start working for Norm. Yeah. I even went to Norm. I said, Norm, I got to find, find a woman for my new show, Son of the Beach. He says, don't worry, I'll get right on it. You know what he calls the girls in the magazines, too? I love this. He goes, you, you're going to meet a lot of P-10s. He calls them P-10s. P-10s, yeah. Little airplanes, P-10s. Yeah, P-10s. <laughs> <That's not laughs> P-10s. I'll tell you what a great guy this is. I sit down at dinner one time, and I see Norm. I go over to say hello. And he's with a beautiful woman. He says, 
Honey, stand up. Show, show Howard your butt. Oh my God. That's right. And I and she did. She did it. I saw her butt. So where did he come from? <laughs> was it the pizza? It he was came, like he was not here. Tell him New then, York. And then all of a sudden he was here. Tell him New York. Tell him New York. And what were you? You were you were into some kind of math genius or something? Sort of. You were. What did you do? How did you make your millions? Something or something? Yeah. What did you invent something? You know, I'm a money manager. You are. Took me a long time to make money. Yeah. But you but made. Then an, you made a lot. You I do well. You do well, and you made enough money to start Perfect Ten Magazine. Yeah. That's the whole story. That's it. You're a hell of an interview. I got to <laughs> tell you. <laughs> 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 you never talked to me. You were a professional gambler. Yeah. No really? Could Broke you look on poker, winning poker system? Can you make money doing that? Yeah. So you're one of those guys who goes to the poker tournament and uh and show money? No, I never went to the poker tournament because there's too much smoke in Vegas. But uh, I used to bet on sports. I was a three-time handicapping champion in pro basketball. No kidding. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, backgammon. I didn't know that. Backgammon. Yeah, I used to go to the Mayfair <laughs> House of Bridge in New York and hustle the Wall Street guys at backgammon. No kidding. And that's how you made millions. You made millions, right? No, I made millions in the in the stock market. You did. Yeah. The other stuff was just for fun. I was poor when I was a professional gambler, wow. relatively young. Yeah. Really? I mean, you've had a million lifetimes. How but old do you know him? I'm seventeen. Old. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. You are old. Yeah, you look like a young man. Forty-nine. I thought you were twenty. That old? <laughs> That's not old. <laughs> See, we were neighbors. We didn't know it. I live in Rochelle. You ought to get to know him. You want to drive his bike, but I think I, I, do, I just know him. Right. Just hang on. You're 49. You could, you could be Jackie's son. Oh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, you three guys, I consider experts, and I consider you honest. Thank you. A woman you is going to women. A woman's going to walk in here. She wants your opinion. Okay. She wants to know: okay. Can she be in Playboy? AJ dates the supermodels. It's, just, it's, it's Playboy. That's it. It's not right. Like that. I think Chuck is. Chuck lives at scores. Chuck lives at scores. I know that. <laughs> AJ has dated supermodels, right? Supermodels. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, to date a supermodel must be the greatest thing ever. Greatest and the worst thing ever. The worst and the greatest. Why is it bad? Well, it's just there's a lot of baggage that comes along with that. A lot of really? A lot of laundry that comes along with that. What kind of baggage? Yeah. Well, it's just a, it's a, you know, I mean, look, everybody loves a beautiful girl, but sometimes the more beautiful the girl, the lower the self-esteem, and it just it becomes a problem. What supermodels have you dated? Oh, come on. Come on. Give me some names. Who cares? If Chuck wants to know, he'll I beat can. your ass if you don't tell him. Yeah. <laughs> just talk up. Since when do you, since when are you uh, tight-lipped? I'm not. The last I was with the Kari Young for for a couple of years. No but, kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's a hot one. Yeah, she's a good. She's a good one. She's a good girl. Yeah, she's good in a lot of ways. Yeah, a lot of bags. A lot of naughty stuff. Hey Chuck, too. smack it out of him. Right? <laughs> smack him around. Get some information. Don't let him. Don't let him sit there all full of himself. Get him in line. That's about it. You know. That's it. Well, you know. Yeah. What am I going to tell? Tell you. Every Chuck, you ever date supermodels? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> you don't date. No. Right. Chuck is a wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, Chuck got a wife. Just came out of a long relationship. You out of it? Oh well. Oh, oh. you gonna call the inquirer or what? Yeah. Well, 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 what are you? What are you asking Chuck for some questions? Let's smack him around. He's separated now. What's going on? What is going on? What relationship? There's about three separations going on over here. Is mom okay? Three separations. P tens. What are we? You know. Right, right. What are we doing later? All right. Let's find out how you guys do here. Tell this girl honestly. I have never met her. She wrote me a letter and said she wants to be. We don't. You've never seen her. That's right. No. So the first time she walks in here. Three experts. All see. No spitting, guys, all right? Oh. All right, here she comes. Her name... Oh, let me take a look at this. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Alex. Now, now. All right. What is your first name? Maria. Maria. Mm -hmm. And you want to be in Playboy? Sure. You do? I don't know. Do you? You don't seem that committed to right. yeah. Maria, what are you doing here? Are, are you here because you want to be in Playboy? Yeah, and to um, tell what site I'm on. You're on a website? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
guys, I, I mean. I get it now. Oh, I see. It's a big, is it like a, it's a plug thing? First of all, you got to stand up straight. You get a better posture. All right. You're going to get a playboy. The, that's the, all right. All right, there. Now it makes a difference. Well. Do you, are you, do you take your clothes off? It's the only way we can evaluate. Okay. Is that all right? Mm-hmm. All right. She seems to be oblivious to this whole process. Are you? How did she get here? Yeah, how did you get here? <laughs> From the guy who owns the site I'm on. Oh. Did he put you up to this? Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he did. Did he come in here and take oh. off his clothes? Yeah, let him take off his clothes. <laughs> get, get, get him. This guy's here? What are you, are you a stripper? Yeah, I, I work topless at a club. Well, you do. Mm. Get so that you have too? no desire to be in Playboy. <laughs> do you have a desire to be in Playboy? Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, you do? Yeah, she told me I do. <laughs> My friend told me I do. Well, this is very unusual. All right, are you going to take something off so we can evaluate you? Okay. All right, because you never can tell until. But let's be honest. You want to be in Playboy? You got to. You have to really see everything. You have to see everything. Otherwise, right? well, we would have just guessed it. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Well, all right. I'm not going to say anything. All right. Well, she's I mean, oh. very quick with that. <laughs> she's a little bashful, but let's get beyond that. Hey, help her out. I feel better. Help her out with her clothes, <laughs> you big lummox. Upside down the street all right. track. All right, here we go. There's some dirt in your belly button. Oh, I'll say that right belly off. Belly ring. Oh, it's a belly ring. Okay. Uh, all right. I didn't know that. Oh. There it is. Ah. Right. The belly ring's yeah. right. Do you need her to spin around or All right. No. That's good. <laughs> What's the tattoo on the back? Um, the waves are Aquarius symbol, and I just had two stars to highlight. February, your birthday's February 9th. 18th. All right. All right. Shot. All right. I'm going to go to AJ Benzi. You seem to be the most vocal. Thank you. Chuck Zito looks like going to throw up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now, AJ, go ahead. Could she be in Playboy? No. 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 You know, you got work to do. Things got to be done to be in Playboy. Right. And I only say that because I have the highest regard for Playboy and Perfect Ten America. Yeah, you, you spend a lot of time there. You've well, seen the Playboy. You've been to the mansion, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Right. I've been there with Ralph. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. So you're so saying. What kind of work would she need? What does she need to do? Well, for Playboy, again, this is not for. Uh, I mean, for Playboy magazine, she'd have to have her breasts fixed up. She'd. she'd um, they droop a little? Yeah, sure they do. Right. Uh, she'd have to work on her legs. She'd have to work out a bit. What could she do to her legs? Short of amputation, just a lot of working out. I've never said a bad thing on the show. I have oh, just, that, you left it wide open. I'm kidding. It's a big joke. Right. No. Oh, you got to work out, honey. you got to run a little bit. The legs right. uh, are a little, little bit, bit loose. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. All right. Let's go over to an expert. Uh, Perfect 10 magazine, Norm Zadol. So Chuck Zadol for that. She hasn't been enhanced. That's could she be in Perfect 10, Norm? Uh... It would be difficult. It would be. But, uh, is she a perfect two magazine kind of girl? Or? What magazine does she really, what is she, She's an attractive woman. There's no question. But uh, Playboys are, are perfect ten. Is a tough. Well, what are you looking for? She could actually ten. look pretty good if she lost a fair amount of weight. And although I'm not in favor of getting boob jobs, I think if you wanted to be in Playboy, you would have to get a boob Yeah, she'd have to. Right. Yeah. And what are you looking for in perfect ten? You know, so just so she gets an idea. Well, we're looking for the more modely look. I like the thin waist look. And, and since we don't allow implants in perfect ten, and uh, normally the breast size is not as large, but uh-huh. there are some girls with great figures and pretty good sized breasts. Uh-huh. So we're but you looking look for, for a pretty face and a pretty body. Yeah, natural and, and, natural. and like pretty and lovely. Is there a height requirement or? Not really. No. no. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so she can't get into Perfect Ten or Playboy. All right, we're going to go to Chuck Zito. Maybe he thinks you could be in Playboy. Here's a guy who spends a lot of time at Scores. In fact, You've looked at women, yeah. He's seen all the women over at Scores, and also he even eats dinner over there. That's right. It's very yeah. rare. That's a great steak. It's a great steak. I've even had it, and I don't even eat steak. <laughs> but I think you guys evaluate enough. Uh, I don't think she wants to get oh, Well, no, what have you got? You, you really? Chuck, everyone's hey, waiting. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you were getting blasted. Let me ask you, is she good enough for the clubhouse at the Hells Angels uh, uh, organization? I don't know. 
you don't know. Could that. she clean your bike? I mean, what, what could she do? <laughs> could she cook at scores? I mean, what could she do? What? Explain to us. You'd probably she... get a job cooking at scores. She could. Yeah. Is she good enough for Playboy magazine, though? Oh, I, no, no, she's not. But the problem so, is, I think I feel like I feel bad for this woman because I think that there's somebody brainwashed to come here. I don't. Yeah, think she I think she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, You're a beautiful pretty, woman. I think a pretty Playboy, face. you got to be freaky good looking. Yeah, yeah those, are, those are freaky yeah. girls. Those I are like one percenters. She's seen Playboy, right? Right. You've seen the magazine? No. No. Yeah, that's very uncomfortable. You've never seen Playboy? It's hard to find. I don't that's to find. You don't even look at it. Where is the guy that put you up to this? Why do you want to be in it? I want to evaluate the guy. Let's evaluate him. Let's bring him. Why do you want to be in it if you never saw it? Yeah. Because everyone makes a big deal of it. Right. You're an attractive woman. Don't get too much. You're a pretty girl, but you're a pretty face. Pretty face. But you need some gym workouts. Yeah, you need to work out in the gym. It's on your body up. Playboy's a one percenter. Chuck, you work out all the time, right? Even even through your accident, you worked out. Well, actually, I haven't been in the gym in 10 months. I lost 20 pounds because of my really? weight. Really? Yes. Mm. And you look muscular. I this is the guy. Right, now, now, why did you put her up to this? She, uh... <laughs> she, why? Look at him. That's why. Oh, she's beautiful, Howard. She's you a beautiful yeah. woman, but she's not Playboy material. But she's certainly gorgeous. I yeah, mean, she has question. her own website. I'd go out with her. UDGirls.com. UDGirls.com? That's a yes. call sign. I see. She, she's beautiful. What is she your own website? She's got to go and Playboy. UD girls? Well, she wants to be in Playboy also. What she does. What does UD stand for? Undesirable. You did girls. You did girls. I get you. Okay, okay. All right. So you're a tough guy and you had her come down here? Is that it? No. No, you didn't tell her down here. She did. Okay, all right. She loves you, Howard. She does? You love me? Oh, you don't. You don't even know. I'm not up early. Don't put your shit up. So what do you say? This guy's got to be balanced. We got to balance this guy. Dude, you love me. She she doesn't love me. I love you. This is his idea. Chuck wants to balance him. I look. I'm home talking. And what are you? And you're also with a Playboy playmate, a real one. Is she out there too, or no? She's from Penthouse. Oh, she's from Penthouse. What is she doing here? She's here to promote uh, prepaidx.com. Oh, I can't take this. Listen, I want to thank you. You're not Playboy material, but you're a nice-looking girl. You don't have anything to worry about. You, I don't know what your story is. His story is you want to get on a show because of her. That's right. That's you got it all story. figured out. He's a businessman. Chuck might have to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm not kidding. On Chuck's show, he does this, this guy. Right. All right. So thank you. Thank you for coming down and being evaluated. We learned that you're not Playboy material. Well, that was fun. But she's still a very beautiful girl, Howard. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah, and she's on UDGirls.com. Are you banging her? Uh, no. No, he's not? Okay. No, I'm not no, 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 that's for sure. <laughs> no way. I think there might be a fight in the hall. <laughs> yeah, right. There's no way you'd bang him, right? Guy? Are you no. with this guy? No. Is he gross? Just look at him. <laughs> <laughs> this is a better show now. Forget the Playboy. Right. I want to know what does his hair. Hit him a right hand. Hit him a right hand on the chin. Boom. All right. Hey Howard. Yeah. This guy actually forged a letter. I'm telling you. From her. Oh, so oh, he no. really like okay. the girl. All right. Okay. This is like an Eric a Star 80 thing going. Yeah. On. Right. Yeah. All right. Listen. Uh, thank you, you two. Let's take a couple of phone calls for our panel. Evidently, uh, people do want to speak to the panel. Kerry, you're on the air. You've got Chuck Zito here, the star of the great show Oz. You've got A.J. Benza, the star of E-Television, and of course, without introduction, he doesn't even need an introduction, Norm Zeta from Perfect Ten Magazine. Yes, hi. Morning, Howard. Morning, yeah. everybody. Good morning. Hey, Chuck, a little piece of advice for you. I, uh, for 10 years, sold fracture equipment. Actually, I know Dr. Helfit. Uh, I sent my brother to see him for a broken foot. Great doctor. Great doctor, very well respected around the world. South African guy, right? What is your point? You're killing me. My point is, Chuck, don't get back on the bike. I'm almost retired now from all the equipment that I sold to people crashing on motorcycles. Yeah, I've got uh, two plates, 14 screws, and a pin in my leg. He's got a lot of your equipment. And you don't care. You're going to get back on a bike. Would you break your femur or your tibia, Chuck? Both. Huh? Femur, tibia, and every other bone. Yes. 
Don't get back up. Uh, he doesn't care. Did you, see that, did you see that contraption on Stephen King's leg? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's the same stuff that my company sells. All right. Wow. Don't do it. Hey, Howard. Yeah. Best of luck to you in your separation. Thank you. So, on your I, fracture. Yeah, on my fracture. fracture. Yeah, my fracture. Yeah. My legs, my arms, and everything. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing for that. Are you kidding me? Chuck's a man. Chuck jogged to the emergency room. <laughs> That's what she told me in the hospital when you called me. Right. He said, he was so tough you jogged. I said, I don't think so. I was laying there in pain. Really? I even told the, the cops, the firemen, the ambulance, everybody. I said, I, you know, sorry for sniveling, but it hurts, man. You were crying, huh? Oh, is that the first time you cried in front of other men? Oh, it was, uh, uh, you calling Chuck a faggot, Jackie? What? Why? Why? I was clearing my throat. You need to get out and run him right now. Yeah, right. Oh, you think you can take Chuck, right? Eh? <laughs> you know what? 1999 is the worst year of my life. Really? And this happened August 1st. And you would still get back on a bike. Amazing. Broke yeah. five, He's building a new one. Yeah, go ahead. What is a Baba Buhai? I made a Chuck faux pas this morning again. What'd you do? It's a bad scene, man. You don't want to do that. What'd you do? You know what? Bobby Shriver was up front. I had to bring him, you know, over to the studio. Right. So there's a lot of guys in a room. And AJ goes, hey, Gary, how you doing? How you doing? And Norm's like, hey. I'm like, hey, Norm. And, uh, and then I went to get Bobby, and I walked back out, and Chuck stops me. He goes, you want to say hello to me? Yeah. Oh, oh, very, very sorry, Chuck. Uh, and I, 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 do, I guys, apologize. two guys. I, do, I, I said hello to everybody but Chuck, which was crazy. I would I would blow off the other two guys what and just make sure I said hi to Chuck. I just didn't see him. Yeah, Norm's not going to pop. I didn't see him. I didn't see you, Chuck. Yeah. Had I seen you, I would have, you would have been the first one. How can you miss? Chuck lost 20 pounds. You can't see him? I didn't lick the blood off your wounds. I'm sorry. Why don't you kick his ass? He's going to force me to make a comeback, this guy. Right. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, I've been uh, hearing Chuck for a long time, and I'd like to take a shot at his title. What do you mean? Title of what? Title of what? Let's hook up and get her going, go a few rounds. Oh, oh! now that he's limping. Oh, you want to fight Chuck? I had a motorcycle accident, too. I broke my leg as well, compound fracture, femur come right off when? the leg. You think you could kick Chuck Zito's ass? I don't know if I could kick his ass. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to line that up. I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy watching Chuck kick your ass. Yeah, let's hook up. Let's with his up. bad leg. What is wrong with guys? <laughs> this is great. And Chuck <laughs> will kick his ass. You would kick his ass, right, if he came down here? What we're doing when it comes to fighting. I, I, I never, uh... You never back off about anybody. He doesn't break. Talk about Michelle, you can't kick his ass no more. It's over. Now I'm a thespian. What do you mean he can't kick people's ass? And he shouldn't know anymore. Look, Why? I got sued like... I beat up a cab driver a year and a half ago. I got sued like crazy. You did? Yeah, bad. The only person bad. he can beat up is agent. <laughs> I can finally... I can afford to hit somebody again. Finally, two and a half years. Really? Yeah. Hey, I don't want to. What drove you to hit a cab driver? What did you say, Gary? I'd be curious. What drove you to get in a fight with a cab driver? What drove me? I don't know. What the, you know? Well, the thing is, he didn't stop for me and my ex girlfriend. We came. With the, he got his light on. Didn't stop for us. And I yelled at him. Yelled back. Then he hit a red light. I ran to the red light to argue with him. And uh, I don't know if he spit in my face on purpose or it just came out of his mouth. It's like a souvlaki. Something came out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and I jumped in the cab and I went like, you know, I went crazy on him. You punched him. Nose, cheeks, broken leg. Everywhere. It was Sonny Coley on the street. You, you broke his leg. Five o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on 41st and 5th. Everybody was saying, that's the guy for me. That's the guy for me. And what was he? Was he, was he, uh, was he uh, like a black man? He was a black man. Patient. You beat up a black man. Yeah. Well, wow. he's sitting in the cab. No, he got out. He got out. <laughs> we went to, they went to the, cu- to the sidewalk. Boy. Yeah. Wow. Look at Chuck laughing because he beat up AJ. Yeah, so he's a king of all cabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. You yeah. beat up. You beat yeah, up a did black you feel guy. Bad yeah. about doing yeah, that. Yeah, I did. I did. That was. Bad. He didn't deserve that. He Chuck, you ever beat up a black guy? I beat him up bad. Chuck, good. you ever beat up a black guy? I've beaten a few in my day. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I was in the old gloves. Yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. You ever beat up a, a black guy in a street fight? Sure. Really? 
Everybody's doing that. I don't know what you're. No, I got about. beaten by a lot of black guys. Going to go into it even still. I had Danny Glover disease before he had it. They wouldn't pick me up either. Really? <laughs> Why don't they stop? <laughs> they don't pick anybody up. TV. Oh, they don't pick me up because I'm black. Right. Oh, because they don't, they don't pick anybody up. Anybody up, right. Glover. <laughs> I just somebody. saw that Danny Glover has opened up a restaurant that serves only French fries. Racist. What? What a racist bastard. <laughs> He's racist, right? Absolutely. He's a racist. Racist bastard. We were against that. What is it, uh, Baba Bohai? You know, it's funny that, that AJ said that, you know, they had Danny Glover's disease, because it, it dawned on me over the weekend, like, sometimes they'd be out and cabs would pass me by, and I just figured they were busy, but I realize now, like, I look, you know, sort of ethnic. You look black. Yeah, and, tell you and a lot of times cabs pass me by, maybe I look Hispanic or no, whatever. you got big lips, and you look, yeah. like, you look like you might be a light-skinned uh, Hispanic or black man. And I would always wonder, and I would go, why is the guy with the lighter just going right by me? Right. Yeah, now yeah. I know. <laughs> Everybody gets passed by on the street. Yeah, so the way they, they, you look. I but mean, then I, I caught up with him, like, the, I was like, do I go in? Do I catch up with the light? Do I keep running? And, it, and you beat him up? Yeah. Wow. Well, now That's the guy was right not to pick you what up. What kind of money does it cost you if you beat uh, the guy up? Five figures, you know, five figures. Really? So it was bad. It was all horrible. I did this before I moved to L.A. I was right. oh, You were angry. You had a lot of anger. Now, Chuck, uh, so no you guy. you have not even been working for you. The difference, between you, no. the difference no. between you and A.J. is if you beat up a guy, he wouldn't have the balls to sue you. Right. <laughs> oh, anybody can sue anybody. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Chuck, oh, you would not sue Chuck. He'd get the whole Hell's Angels. Yeah, but you know what? If Chuck's Angels would kill you, wouldn't they? I mean, they would kill you, but something might happen to you. He's Chuck Zeno. Forget it. They want money. He's a name. He's on Howard. He's on TV. He's on HBO. The only difference I don't have any money either. Oz, we don't get paid too much. Well, I'm on E. So yeah. That is NBC. Chuck oh. would punch the cab. Uh, <laughs> which uh, uh, we start our fourth season in February. Wow. Yeah, it's a great yeah, show. Can't, can't wait. Back in Oz. I miss that show. Great show. Um, Tana, yeah. who's the uh, uh, writer and producer of Oz, is uh, a genius when it comes to writing. Really? Uh, he is. Bob, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, Howard? How you doing? All right. Norm, uh... Magazine's great. I was wondering, I noticed a lot of European girls in your magazine. Why is that? Not a lot of Americans. Why are the girls in Perfect Ten all European? It's getting harder and harder to find really high-quality natural models in the United States. Is that so right? And that's really true that none of the girls have breast implants in your magazine? None of the girls. And now, how do you make sure? Because, you know, some might try to... Yeah, do you test them yourself? Um, well, we've had girls come over and stare at me right in the face, and they clearly have implants, and they yeah. say they don't. You can tell. You can tell. Yeah. Are you banging these broads or what? What's going on with you? Are you the Hefner of uh, our generation? I'm a conservative, Howard. I, really? I go out with some of them, but it's I don't have like serious sex. I right. cuddle around. Really? But you yeah. are not married. Cuddle, Chuck. What's up with that? You don't cuddle any chicks, do you? <laughs> no, never. <laughs> with one for a long time. So what do you have? Hand to mouth fun? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not married. Right. It's, it's, I mean, I, I enjoy myself with them, but it's Have not you ever like been married? And stuff like you don't have intercourse with them? What do you do? You do anal with them? No. No. What is he not? No intercourse? You don't have intercourse with the chicks? No. Really? Why not? Why not? Well, I've had intercourse with two of them a while back, but I don't usually have intercourse. I just don't think you should. I know this is going to sound strange. I don't think you should have intercourse before you get married. Really? I, well, I just, I mean. I no, seriously, I mean, because what's going to be Norm? Happen? Hold on, I got to read. Norm, you Norm, are you're amazing. Half big. Yeah, Norm, you're, you're Chuck yeah, Zeta. Yeah, Whatever, yeah. Norm Zeta. Norm, you <laughs> Chuck are Zeta. amazing. I have to say. Wait a minute. Norm, wait, I, I'm, I'm a little touch the waters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Norm, you're telling me all those beautiful women, like, you'll, like. You refrain. You'll use, like, like. I'll have an orgasm, Howard, but I won't have intercourse. With your hand or something. He's the anti-half. He's the other side of half. With your mouth? No must, no fuss. It's pretty no must, no fuss. With your mouth? No, I've never... No? No. With the girl? Not with any of the Perfect Ten models. No one has ever given me oral sex. But you say, use the hand on you. 
a long time ago. A long wow. time ago, really? Boy, that's pretty honorable. Now, I believe him too. He's a back back in the green room. He's very. He's look. I care about these girls very much. I think. Really? Yeah. He really. I could tell. He's not a sleazy guy like that. He's not sleazy like us. There's no orgies. Exactly. There, there, there will be no orgies in the Perfect Ten Mansion that I'm building now. Really? You are building a mansion. Yes. Yeah. We're all invited. We are. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I have some. How should we? Yeah. We're going. We're invited. Three months away. Well, who would go there? There's no orgy. Hold your second. Oh, there you go. Believe me. You're telling me in three months there's going to be a perfect 10 mansion. Yes. Like the Playboy mansion is going to be the perfect 10 Possibly mansion. better. Possibly. You're going to yeah. have a grotto? What's really? going to be going on there? Not very much, but there'll be beautiful girls there. But And, of course, you're invited. You can stay there, Howard. Yeah, yeah, hope it's in the Rochelle. We can stay there. We can stay there. You can stay there. Right. Not Chuck? Chuck can probably stay there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chuck will be staying there. I don't think Chuck, you know, Chuck's one of those guys who just shows up and he stays. Yeah, yeah that's probably Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't have an option. Stay there. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You better have AJ there, too. He beat up a cab driver. I'm there. All right. So you're building a mansion, and there's going to be beautiful chicks there. Yeah. How much money does Norm Zeta have? What are you worth? About $30 million? Uh, that's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Big. Yeah. Wow. Big yo, yo, yo. We're going to uh, do it tonight, man. Less, but... <laughs> yeah, and guess who's paying? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Let's go on with... Uh... Now, what does Norm do now? He just hangs out all day? Yeah. No, I, I work hard. Oh. He, he runs a magazine. Jesus, Robin. He's still right. managing money. Yeah, and okay. I, I, I owe Jackie Marling money. i got to pay him before... Is that right? Mark, you're on the oh, air. Everybody's in. Yeah, Howard. Yeah. Hey, being a black guy is no big deal. I'm only 5'9", 190 pounds. I'm a former jarhead, but I first time you beat up a black guy, every time after that, they're just a normal guy. Really? No big deal. Well, maybe that brings people closer What's together. A <laughs> What's a jarhead, by the way? Marine. Marine. Oh, oh, oh. oh. oh that's you feel proud. Yeah, that's why you can beat up black guys. You're a Marine. No, beating up a black guy. Hey, listen. Listen, I would have beat the cabbie if he was purple. I didn't, you know. I didn't no, I know. He was in a race. I, 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 I know you don't see color. Hey, we get the You don't look at color. Listen, it's nothing but a thing. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, Brandon, go ahead. Yeah. First, I want to say uh, hello, Howard, and uh, Robin, my black goddess. Uh, I wanted to ask uh, Chuck if he had to perform any like fellatio or give up oh, his buttocks to get into Hell's Angels, anything like that. Oh my! Oh. Chuck would never do that. Chuck, oh, you did not perform well, fellatio. Tell you what, why don't you come in and ask me that in person? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's quite all right. We got a trace on that call, right? Yeah, Bill, you're on the. Bill, uh, see, listen. Uh, I had a, a long time ago. I belonged to a group, and we were the moped mangras. And I used to ride around in my Elvis costume. Right. And I got beat up by a bunch of bikers. Right. So I really hate this guy Chuck Zito. I think he's a punk. Oh, let me and see you say that to his face. Come I down here. But I tell you, if I was on that show Oz. He'd be tossing my salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we're right here on 57th Street. Chuck, Chuck, me. Chuck, go ahead. Tell him. Tell him we're here on 57th Street. Come on down and say that to my face, pal. Right. That's what I'm talking about. I'll come down there in my Elvis costume yeah. on my moped and kick your ass. All right. Well, there's a line, pal. Exactly. You're, you are not afraid of him. Listen, I have to go, but I want to thank the following three people. First of all, Norm Zeta, Perfect Ten Magazine. Magazine is fantastic. Perfect Ten magazine at perfect10.com also. Thank you, Howard. Now, you can chuck you can check out Chuck Zito on chuckzito.com. Oh, that's right. Who even knew chuckzito.com? Yeah, right. I have a new website and, and what is on there? Like, uh, uh, Mike and Joe and, and Chino. I bet it is the greatest and, website ever. Mike and John from uh, Net Your Way. Chuck, great website. You have it? Punch it up. Let me let me see what's on. Now. Punch it up now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, it's great. It's pretty wild. What can you buy? They finished it yesterday. Now. <laughs> yeah, your store just, you go out to your store, won't be blown up. <laughs> they did a great job. Let me see what's going on on ChuckZito.com. I doubt I can get on now. now that uh, I you get it. on. 
No, once I mention it, it'll be jammed up. Everyone is on there. Yeah, they get their computers and they click I can see already. It's completely locked up. It's pretty wild. What goes on on Chugzito.com? It's just a bunch of pictures from Oz. Are you nude? Is it live Can we see your wiener? No. No. Chugzito.com. told me to never do that. It's coming up. Hold it. Here it is. It's coming up. You'll see it. It's having trouble downloading because of the... Now loading. Now loading. This is live now. Wow. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. Wow. I never saw this. You got to turn the music up. Ah, look at that. Chop Zito. Turn the music up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow, it's fully animated. Wait, there's music? There's music. You got to do it all over now. You screwed it up. We missed the music? Oh, the Rocky. Oh, this is it. You got to do it over. Come on. Look at this. There's a bunch of pictures of Chuck and... And boxing and wow, it's pretty wild. They did a hell of a job, these guys. Bodyguards of the stars. He's guarded such bodies as Liza Minnelli, Michael Jackson, Sylvester Stallone, Cher, and Miss Elizabeth Taylor. He's also an established actor. Chuck, the Italian basketball Zito. Wow. Look at that. Oh, let's meet Chuck and Mel. Look, I'm in there too. Look at that. <laughs> Any pictures in there? I'm in there. Any pictures of AJ Benson with I'm his plus. ass kicked? Listen, <laughs> laying out on the yeah. floor at scores. Uh, can I get my plug? Can I just say ChuckZitoPunchMe.com? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check out AJ Benza, who is the host of E's Mysteries and Scandals every night. An excellent show on E. Thank you. And uh, AJ's a great guy. Chuck's a great guy. Norm's a great guy. These are three real men who understand what life is all about and, and certainly did an excellent job evaluating this. They know women. They, they knew right away she couldn't be in Playboy or Perfect Ten. That was a little supposed to, in fact, uh, I'm a... Uh, uh, Pamela said to say hello. I'm doing the next episode of uh, VIP. VIP with her. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, oh, you don't stop working. Look I'm at you. Back to uh, later this week. Are you gonna bang her? Uh, <laughs> no. I'm producing a movie. What is the movie? With uh, John Shogren. It's called A Choke with uh, Michael Madsen and uh, a special appearance by my dear friend and great actor uh, James Caan. You got karate in there? Uh, no, no. What is that this? Is a sensitive film. Don't tell me you're no, doing a sensitive film. It's like a Merchant Ivory thing. Yeah, it's, it's like a piano drama thing. Zito's End or something. People are interested in doing my life story. and They are? I would like to see that. Do, do a few things in the, uh, in the works. Beautiful. Chuck Zito, A.J. Benza, Norm Zeta. Thank you for coming in. we got to take a break. We'll be back well, with the news. Thank you. Thanks, right guys. Thanks, guys. There are two parts to Howard Stern. The one is his, you know, sick, nasty, uh, vulgar humor. Uh, whether people laugh or not is one thing. Uh, but there's another side to Howard Stern. He's mean. And, uh, you know, my guess is that Howard Stern himself is not a bigot. But he plays the bigotry. And admittedly, almost in any audience for a bad guy on television, most people are going to watch it. It goes in one ear and out the other. But there are always people in an audience who are vulnerable to what might be called... Now, Moral disturbance. He's doing a good job. Real quick, we got to get to news. I know there's a lot of people have been holding on the line. Uh, Mike, you're on the air. Hey, Howard, what's up? Hey, man. You giving away the Vegas trip? Not today, tomorrow. Oh, really? Tomorrow we'll give away the Vegas trip. Yeah, Howard, I wanted to ask you about the Metallica show. Yes. How how were you seats? Where are you sitting? No, we were standing. We were standing right uh, next to the stage. Oh, really? Were you? Yeah, it was, it was a great show. It was a cool show, but man, it's like you know they were some you know they still seats behind the stage. I was sitting behind the stage. Oh, and so that was kind of lame. Yeah, but the way they did it was like a lot of times they'd face behind. Yeah, I know they'd they kind of walk around. Mm -hmm. But the thing I didn't like either was like I noticed I don't know if you saw it, but there were seats like they they set up seats right you know the soundboard right in the middle of the floor. I was kind of up on a raised platform a little bit. 
Dude, I don't know. I, I just love the so show. So you couldn't see uh, behind the soundboard or something? There, yeah, there were seats directly behind the soundboard. Well, that's not cool, but I'm telling you, I, I never saw a better rock show, okay? It's a cool show, dude. Yeah, thanks. Uh, bye, hi. All right. It's a music man. Yeah, man. Don't uh, get hung up on the theatrics. It's all about the music. <laughs> I could see being frustrated sitting behind the band, but... I know, sometimes when you're... Uh... Not in the radio business, and you get those bad. Yeah, right. I've, I've, I've lived that <laughs> I've life. I've been there. Jason, you're on the air. Hey, Howard, what's up? Hey. Hey, man. Ever since you announced your separation, my girlfriend's uh, gone to the loony bin. I had to check her into a uh, mental hospital this weekend. Really? It drove her crazy? It drove her crazy. <laughs> she, uh, you know, she lost her job. She, uh... Yeah, well, don't blame the separation. It sounds like she's just loony. Yeah, she is loony. Yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, blame that. Tell her to save me a spot in the loony bin, though. I'm going to be there soon. To save you a seat? I'm pretty sure I'm going insane. Vanessa, you're on the air. Hi, Howard. How are you? All right, honey. Um, I just want to say I love you. And um, I was calling because I know sometimes you, you give away surgeries and stuff like that. I've been with um, my boyfriend for 10 years now. And sometimes I think he gets a little dissatisfied with my appearance. Your boobs? No, not my boobs, because I have big boobs. What is the problem then? The rest of me. You, over uh, over ten years, I've gained a few pounds. Yeah, you're a hog, I guess. Oh. No, I'm not a hog. Come on. What do you weigh? What do you? Two hundred. Oh, of course he's he's upset. No, but I'm I'm very tall and I'm big bones. I tell you, if you were nine feet tall, two hundred still too much. Too much for twins. Oh, thanks. But I was wondering, I would do. And two hundred pounds, and you're probably lying. You're probably two fifty. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, no. We'll see about that. <laughs> so, what is your problem? What do you I want wanted, me to do? I wanted some. To see if I could get some lipo sucking. No, I would never. No, no, no. You gotta go. You gotta join a gym. You gotta start working out. You gotta stop eating so much. Liposuction. You. Can, that's like you know. That's like hardly. That's like trying to like chisel Mount Rushmore down. I <laughs> no. mean, you can't do it. I mean, it's just you, you're a, a a wall of fat. No. You, you don't. That's not how you lose weight. You gotta. You really gotta get into shape and toned. I mean, that this poor guy who's banging you probably can't believe what's happened to you. Probably had a nice thin girlfriend and now she's a big slob. No, I'm not a slob. Ah, oh, come on. No, I'm not. A slob. Honey, liposuction is not the answer. You know that and I know it. Liposuction is <laughs> if you have a tough area after you've been working out for years. No. Like I'm a prime candidate for liposuction. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You know, uh, her getting liposuction is like trying to make peace in the Middle East. It ain't going to happen because uh, I didn't, right. Where do you start? <laughs> They couldn't suck out that much. Huh? No, no. It's, it's too dangerous. It is. I mean, you know, people don't understand. Liposuction is for, like, little problem areas. You know, those strippers who get liposuction, that's who's supposed to get it. Right. Just to... They got perfect bodies. It's a little tweaking. A tweak, a tweak. It's not for, like, sucking out half your body fat. <laughs> you know, the, the, the doctor would cut her in half. Yeah, I mean, still... they got to hook up a fire hose. Right. This girl. What yeah. are you talking about? Liposuction. <laughs> It's not going to make a dent. People don't understand. That's not a substitute for getting in shape. All right, Robin, what's in the news? Well, some very strange things, Howard. First of all, there was this... Uh, oh, Jackie sold the house? No. Oh. That is never going to happen. Oh. 
I would have had to interrupt you. <laughs> Time for news. Robin's News. It's Robin's News. You know how they take these uh, basketball players right out of high school and they put them in the NBA? Yeah. And it's an adjustment. You know, it's just like a guy who uh, attains success overnight. Sometimes you get a little wacky. Sometimes you can't quite handle so you everything that's going on. Go to bed early. You'll be fine. Well, uh, this latest teenager's guy was... Uh, Right out of high school, went to the uh, Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other day they had to put him in a psychiatric ward mm-hmm. after police found him overdosed on aspirin. Right. They also charged him with criminal mischief after reports that he smashed the rear window of a sport utility vehicle. This is a young man who came from, uh, you know, a ridiculous kind of poverty. He uh, is 19 years old. He leaped from high school to the NBA and has been filled with the unusual episodes, many of which were attributed to his immaturity and troubled childhood. Mm -hmm. He lived in five group homes while spending 14 years as a ward of the state Mm. of Illinois. He's been estranged from his parents since he was five. He declared himself eligible for the NBA draft after averaging 25.5 points and 14 and a half rebounds in his high school right and uh they took him as the final pick of the first round this year but he was guaranteed a three-year contract worth 1.4 million dollars and now he's in a mental ward so he's andy dick with a basketball (laughs) and uh, not quite handling the pressure after having come through all of that you know, I was talking to people about this 007 movie that just came out, Robin. Yes. And, you know, everyone agrees with me that Pierce Brosnan, they, these are not 007. Like, Sean Connery, you go to see a, a, a James Bond movie, he'd be banging chicks, oh, constantly taking his clothes off in and out of the bedroom. Yeah. This Pierce Brosnan, from what I understand in this new, uh, and I know it got good reviews and I'm going to go see it, but he doesn't bang the chicks. And really? You see, that's what you want to see. James Bond is supposed to wrangle the women. And James Bond should have grown as a character. I mean, now it's the 90s. He should be banging like that good-looking girl that's in the movie. They were, they're all beautiful in this movie. I know. He's not getting any of them? I don't know. There's just no banging. Not any James Bond anymore. It doesn't look like he can really kick I ass. think it's politically correct not to touch the girls. Yeah. You think that's it, that... In this new era, you can't really go for the girl. There's a guy in danger. He's going to die any minute. Live for the moment and bang somebody. What is it? We talking about James Bond? Yeah. No, he bangs uh, the... Uh, he know. does? Yeah, he bangs Sophie Marceau. What about the other chick? Yeah, at the end, he bangs the other chick, but you don't see it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, you know, they never showed anything in Bond. Yeah, but he was, he was always going in and out of rooms. My parents were always dragging me out of James Bond movies. Yeah, but they never, like, showed him, like, any yeah, breasts or like, anything. like, uh graphic sex scenes but he was you is he was very banging that he was right. either getting out of bed or on his way no, to bed they show him having sex in this movie they do they, 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 only she's got covers on oh. yeah. well who knows he, it, it, it was just a good movie that bond is so sexy in he's it. not manly yeah it should be the chuck zito be james bond yeah. i like yeah. i like pierce brosnan as i you do yeah, yeah all right leave uh, it's better than timothy dalton yeah, he was bad 
He was awful. But Roger Moore was terrible. Oh, I love Roger Moore. Roger Moore was like a woman. He didn't bang anybody. You are the guy who ruined the James Bond movie. The Spider Love Me and Live and Let Die, they were the greatest Bond movies. No, come on, get out of here. Please. Leave. They're annoying everyone. James Bond. Pierce Brosnan. My opinion. Robin, it's not the same. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, there's a sex worker who claims she was injured on the job. A phone sex operator has won a workman's compensation settlement after claiming she was injured by regularly masturbating at work. Mm -hmm. How do you get injured masturbating? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, the woman's claim was that... Um, I do it all the time. Nothing ever happens to me. You know, because she had to do this, it was... She had to do Part it. Part of the job, yeah. So? And if she couldn't do it, then she should get workman's compensation. She was injured on the job. So uh, this is a 40-year-old woman who uh, developed carpal tunnel syndrome as a result oh. of her oh. <laughs> Why don't you use a vibrator? <laughs> or cut her nails? From the repetitive motion, hmm. she injured both hands. So, I mean, she even <clears throat> said, okay, I hurt this hand, I'll use the other one. Then the other one went bad. That story makes no sense. <laughs> Give me a break. She uh, would sometimes have to masturbate up to seven times a day while speaking with callers. Why do you have to masturbate to do that? I guess she couldn't fake it. She's no actress. So in order to get there, I guess she had to really do it, and she injured both her hands. And now she's eligible for uh, workman's comp. Well, Fort Lauderdale. Join the club, honey. If anybody should have a carpal tunnel, it's me. <laughs> I have tennis elbow. You've never injured yourself. Tennis elbow. You're you're perfect for the job. <laughs> what is it, Big Black? Yo, 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 what's going on? Yo, 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 what's up? Yo. Um, I got a couple of tapes for you. Uh, first, do you want to hear a mention of you on uh, Today Show? What is it saying? Uh, nah, nah, I don't want to hear about me. What uh, is it about me? Oh, uh, no, it's just that Bobby had, uh, was like so crazy when he went on the day show and there was joking like he had that Howard energy. Oh, uh, Bobby Schreiber? Yeah. All right, quickly. Okay. Oh, uh, wait a minute. You just told me not to. Yeah, you, you track out the phone call. Oh, okay, no, okay. Let me tell you what else. You know, you're getting bad now. You're taking Melrose Larry Green lessons. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, but the best one is I got Donnie um, Osmond talking about his social anxiety. You got to crazy this way. You got to hear this. All right, let me hear it. Donnie Osmond talking about his anxiety. Social disorder. Right. By 1994, Donnie is facing debilitating panic attacks. Confronting these attacks <laughs> leads to coming to terms with his past. I was always afraid of offending people. You know, always make the other person feel comfortable. So quit. To the point that drove me crazy. And it's part of the whole anxiety problem that I was having at the time. At this time, Donnie is so paralyzed by fear that he can't go into a store and ask a clerk for help. Geraldine Ross forces him to confront his fears. The thought of asking a salesperson to take back a shirt that he bought the day before that may not have fit him. So get someone to do it for you. Terrifying. You're Donnie Osmond. You're rich. Buy two shirts. Yeah. And then you're going to return them the next day. I know this sounds so stupid to the viewers and everything, but it wasn't. Yeah, these are problems? Sure. His problem is he can't return a shirt. Damn, <laughs> people can't buy a shirt. <laughs> right now he's crying. Is he really? Let me hear that. Wait a minute. <laughs> right. I can't return a shirt. I the receipt. <laughs> about is this all crying? Hello? Where'd he go? Reliving it. Oh. Well, the next day, Jill and uh, had me taken back, and it was, it was difficult. But I did it. 
And uh, I thought, you know what? It's not that bad. Wow. Well, <laughs> 10 seconds of silence because you have to relive the memory of taking back two T-shirts. <laughs> who is this Geraldine who made him take him back? Probably some therapist. Like therapist. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean he his thing was he couldn't return shirts? See, he, he has a uh, problem that he's afraid of having people think that he doesn't like them. But he's a rich guy, so don't return the shirts. What's he going to yeah, set you I back? Mean, this, he really needed to return the no, shirts? No, this is just a, a method of curing him. This is like therapy. But the thing is, his whole life was a, 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 sh a shambles because anytime he had to do something negative, he couldn't do it. Dude, he still has the same problem. He's on my show telling me he can't ask his wife for oral sex. He's a, he says he, it would be a terrible thing to ask her for. That's what he's saying. He's like, I wouldn't offend her by asking. That's that. He, you got it. That's why he didn't do it. Wow. You know what, man? That's wacky. You know, his wife ought to just do it to him. I, I swear I tried to interview the both of them. I was going to say to her, why don't you just help the guy out? He can't ask you, so do it. I mean, you're, He sent me to ask. If you love your man, you do that. In fact, you want to do it. Maybe it's against his religion. I'm going to please you, man. Wake him up with your mouth. I think he might feel Jesus Christ is against that. Yeah. Jesus Christ is against anything that's decent. Anything that's fun, Jesus Christ is against, because somebody set it up that way what so we wouldn't guy. have any fun. Yeah, what a guy. And no oral sex, Jesus doesn't like it. Is that fun? Then it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the only time you can have sex is for uh, procreation. You know? well, what's with Norm Zeta? <laughs> I don't know. We need another <laughs> shot of him. That's Is he a fag? No. Oh. You don't set up a magazine like Perfect Ten if you're a fag. Yeah, he obviously I, loves beautiful women. Yeah, but he could be like one of those gay guys who like to be around. No, I think he's afraid of germs. He doesn't want to bang the chicks. You just want what does he? What do the chicks do? They just use their hand on them? No, just you know, he says he doesn't even do that. There's no must, no fuss. He said mm, cuddles. But he says he has an orgasm. No, he says he does have orgasm, but not with the girls. Where in the next room? What does he do then? Does he? Does he just fools around with them, gets himself all excited, and then goes takes care of himself. No, his boyfriend takes care of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like Elvis. <laughs> Elvis had a whole thing with that. Or like like mm. Sinatra's guy. Who's that Sinatra's guy? Sinatra had that guy who helped him out. Paulie or something like that. Jilly? Yeah, Jilly. He has, he has his own Jilly to do him. Oh. Get out of here. He is not gay. Get out of here. Just don't understand you guys. We may need to speak to... I don't even understand, guys. <laughs> we may need to speak to Norm Zeta again. Again? Hmm. He ain't no half. Not at all. Half's taking the Viagra. Sal, you're on the air. Sal, the stockbroker, everybody's favorite phony phone call. Hello, Sal. Hello, Robin. How are you? I'm today? okay. Mm. Luscious slab of chunky chocolate. <laughs> Sal, the stockbroker. Hey, Howard. Yeah. I was five rows behind you, up behind you, Metallica. Yes, great show. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. He wouldn't leave me alone. And then, I don't know. It Any... was like, you know, Howard, it was like Homo Simon says. Every time he lifted up his arms, you lifted up your arms. Get out of here. I'm telling you, I was disappointed. Oh, that's so funny. I had a great time at the concert, oh, man. Simon said. It was, every time Ralph... So, Ralph's a friend of mine. He was standing next to me. I mean, I don't know. And he likes to... Hey, who was, who was that slab of gas to the right of you as well with the boots? That was Pat's girlfriend. Oh, man, oh, man. I'd eat those veal flaps any day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know if anybody... Um, I try to say hello to you, but that everybody had strict orders not to disturb you and everything. Why? I was saying hello to everybody in the crowd. Dude. I know, and I, I knew if I had the chance to get over to you, you know, we could have talked about Gary's breath for a little while. I would have talked to you about that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> Stay away from Ralph, man. I mean, do yourself a favor. All right. Everybody's like jealous weird. of Ralph. That's oh, not it's jealous. Strange. I mean, it looks a little strange. So I look strange. I don't care. Hey, I pulled down Richie Notar's pants during the concert. 
He did. He was bent over, uh, I don't know, an amp, like Metallica's amps, because we were yeah. up close. So we pulled his pants down. <laughs> you guys better start hanging out with some women. <laughs> really? Well, Howard is No, we better not. <laughs> All right, thank you. That woman, peace, standing up. Right, thank See, you. See you later. So I was a stockbroker, everybody. Anyway, Robin, what else is in the news? Cardinal O'Connor fell again during Mass. <laughs> That's what you go to church. I mean, I bet you the, the uh, I'm thinking of going. getting larger. I'm thinking of actually going to church now. You no, know, it's exciting. <laughs> we take bets on when he's going to keel over. <laughs> I think Jesus pushed him. John Cardinal O'Connor yesterday fell for the second time in a month. Wow. Sunday Mass. He's recovering from weeks of grueling radiation following brain surgery to remove a tumor. And he stumbled after blessing about 3,000 worshippers <laughs> at St. Patrick's Cathedral. He's like a stuntman. Yeah, you know, it's like catch the Cardinal. That's what they're playing now. Why doesn't he mellow out for a couple of weeks and skip a mass? Oh, no. no. Can't do that. He's got the big pointy hat. He wants to show everyone. And the robes. And he tilts over. Like, don't, don't people say, hey, man, maybe you ought to go mellow out? It's like, can he make it through this? Because he's speaking really slowly. Oh, my. It's a real mess over there. But they say he's doing fine. He lost his footing coming down the steps again. <laughs> well, he's like Chuck Zito. He just keeps going. <laughs> he resumed normal activities after his fall and had lunch with his nieces and several priests. <laughs> so there. All right. He's up again. Wow. There's a little Cuban boy who's become sort oh, of really? a diplomatic problem. Mm. He's a five-year-old Cuban boy who survived a two-day ordeal afloat on an inner tube in shark-infested waters after his mother and nine other people died trying to reach Florida. And now his relatives say he wants to stay in the United States, but the Cubans want him back, saying that his mother kidnapped him. So uh, now they don't know what to do with this little five-year-old boy. Well, the mother and the father were with him, and they died, right? They died. On, they had one of those whacked-out boats. Uh, and yeah, I think the mother died, it says here. But, um, I thought they both died, but what do I know? I think the father's still back there. That's yeah, the, oh. the He's like, in Cuba. The oh. father's pro-Castro. He didn't yeah. want the kid to go. The mother, that's what they're saying. The mother kidnapped the kid and took him from the father and put him on a boat, and he wound up in an inner tube. We should send the kid back to the father. Yeah. But the boy wanted to be free, huh? No, the mother wanted to be free. How do you know? The boy might have wanted to be free. Ten years old. You don't know anything about being free. <laughs> hey, you get to the United States, you see all the toys you want to I'll tell you. Stay. I'll tell you, when I was ten, I wish my parents would have put me on a raft. <laughs> anything to get out of that house. Oh, dear. They say he's happy here. And so they don't want to send him back to Cuba. But right. he may have to go. You know mm -hmm. how it is. They always send you to the parents. So, uh... That's that. The beloved panda who was given to the United States uh, when uh, Richard Nixon Sing Sing China Xing 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 yeah <laughs> died. They had to put uh, old Xing Xing to sleep. Twenty eight years old died yesterday. Had uh, renal failure. I have that. Testicular cancer. Jackie has. <laughs> you know, he just had a number of illnesses. And they said old Xing Xing wasn't what he used to be. Yeah, neither is Jackie. So hey, they, hey, hey. they put him to sleep. I hear they're going to get a new panda named Wang Wang. Oh. we got to take a break. We'll come back and do the rest of the news for you right after this. Lesbians in the morning really start your day. Now it's to get you going, breaking balls every day. There's a...
these ten different ways. From flatulence and penis references to lesbians, porn stars, foul language, you name it. And you get it all fast, just the way you want. With Robin, Jackie, Fred, Gary, Stuttering, John, and more, stop into the Howard Stern Show for the ultimate morning experience. There's a fabulous morning experience waiting for you at the Howard Stern Show with the finest quality, a lot more choices, and everything's always fresh and foul. Howard Stern is everywhere in the U.S. and Canada. Howard Stern. Hey, Jay, you're on the air. What is it? Howard. Yeah. I got a problem. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Why is it that you're always kissing Chuck Dye? Dude. Please. What do you mean, dude? Read between the lines. you got to be kidding me. What? what? I'm yeah. kidding you. All right. Come on. Use your head. You're not street smart, you are you? You do what you want to do. Yeah, you kiss whoever's ass you want, and I'll kiss whoever's ass I want. <laughs> yeah, Victor, quickly. Go ahead. We're in the news. Yeah, I know why you broke up with your wife. Why? You started smoking weed, and you bugged out hard, right? Get out of here. That's exactly why. Dude, first of all, out? I smoke weed maybe five times. Yeah, but right when you started up again, you wigged hard. Wow. And then, like, you went upstairs to eat, like, some Cheerios or something, and you wigged out. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Cheerios and weed. <laughs> Cheerios and weed can really knock your ass on the. I don't know. I kiss Chuck Zito's ass too. You damn right you would. It's good. That guy's got some connections, man. Right. Thank you. Right, got thank connections. You. Don't get your own website if you're not connected. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Robin. What else is in the news? Well, uh, you uh, need your Barbara Streisand collectibles just as well as everybody else. I hate so Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand is selling her stuff to you. Boo! That's right. Boo. Her chance is coming to own a bit of Barbara. Oh, doesn't she have enough money? Uh, Why does I think she? There's never enough. Why does she sell her goods? Why not donate them to charity? Like a Kennedy. You could have her Art Deco Silver Server. Or you could have some of her other furnish furnishings. It's the Barbara Streisand Collection. And Crafts. She should sell her boogers. Apparently she had a house that uh, she got rid of. Her other two houses are fully furnished. She has seven-foot-long boogers with that big nose. She still loves her collection. She has no place to put it. Ooh, they have no way to put it. Ooh, <laughs> sell it to you peasants. <laughs> That's right. She's giving her stuff away, and because she has owned it, I guess it's worth more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. This isn't her first sale. She uh, did an auction in 1994 and uh, got $6 million for her stuff. So I'm sure that uh, this time the Tiffany and Lalique and hmm. all that other stuff will uh, fetch a good price. I think Elliot Gould has her old diaphragm he's auctioning off <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> so get your Barbara Streisand collectibles. All right. What else is in the news? What are the uh, greatest videos of all time? What would you say is the greatest video? You Godfather. I don't know. No, not movie video. Music oh. video. A music, the greatest know. music video of all time? Yeah. Guns N' Roses, November Rain. Thank you. Really? Absolutely. Everybody knows that. Give me a tough one. <laughs> well, that's not what this list says. Well, that list is wrong. <laughs> what do they know? Who is that list by? Uh, tell me who made the list. Uh, I'll tell you. Let's see. This is... Uh, Baba Bowie. TV guy. Oh, TV guy. 
Are they going to say like Celine Dion or something? The 100 greatest videos ever made. No, no, no. What do they say is the 100 greatest? Topping the list, Michael Jackson's Thriller. No. No, nobody watches that. They don't even play that on MTV anymore. It's just for pussies. Number two is Madonna's Vogue. Vogue? No. (laughs) What kind of list is this? Followed by Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit. No. Smells Like Teen Spirit was a good video, but November Rain was good. Well, I don't know where that is on the list. I don't have the complete. I'll tell you, the Foo Fighters, the one where they turn into chicks, mm-hmm. that's a funny one. That's a good one. But you got to think of all the videos if you're going to do I am. 100 of all time. I'm thinking about them all. All right. Donald Trump, is he really running for president or no. what? No. What, no. what do you think, Mom? No. Right. Okay. Because now he's saying he'd be the $100 million man in the race. That's how much he'd spend no. his own money. No, he wouldn't. No. If uh, he were to run for president. He's not running. No. I saw him everywhere. He's being interviewed everywhere. Yeah. He loves it. He loves the attention. He loves it. Listen, it's good for his business to have his name out there, but he's not running for anything. No. <laughs> Please. You guys having too great a life. Use your head, everybody. It's not going to interrupt that. Yeah. Holy. He's the president of Poontang. <laughs> a naked maniac brandishing a three-foot samurai sword burst into a packed London church yesterday <laughs> and hacked away at the terrified worshippers. Too bad Chuck Zito isn't there. <laughs> he would have stopped him. Right. The 26-year-old man chopped off the fingers and sliced open the face of one parishioner and stabbed five others before he was finally overpowered <laughs> by an off-duty police officer who used a pipe from the organ to subdue him. Boy, this was service. Right. Four more people were hurt, and hundreds of people stampeded out of the church. They were in a frenzy. He was running around the church, slashing and stabbing people. Yo, yo, Blood yo. bath. Ten thirty, as the uh, minister finished his sermon to about five hundred in the uh, yeah. Yeah. South yeah. London church. Oh. Usually you don't hear about things like that. Where was Paul McCartney? Happening in staid, merry old England. Probably banging that new brother with the one leg. Yeah, that he claims not to be with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that <laughs> All these guys claim not to be with anybody. <laughs> I was canoodling. Those with me friends. We're just friends. Just friends. I was flirting. <laughs> I was just flirting. Heavily. Hillary Rodham Clinton. Hillary Rodman Clinton. She has decided that her name is now Hillary Clinton. Why? Because she's running for election. Well, what's the difference? Well, I'm voting for her. I didn't even realize she never used Hillary Rodham Clinton, they say, before she became first lady. That's then true. Then she put her uh, own maiden name in her name. I remember when they changed when she changed her name. And now she's going back to Hillary Clinton. And uh, moving into New York, she's going to move into that house. They say the Secret Service is almost finished with the changes they needed to make. And her exploratory committee mm-hmm. is uh, taking the uh, exploratory out of its name. Really? Because they're no longer exploring anything she did say last week. She's definitely running. you got to go on the Chuck Zito website. Uh- <laughs> Tons of pictures of Chuck making out with his wife. Really? Yeah. Wife's hot. Is he saying that relationship's over? Then what are they doing making out on the website? I don't know what's going on. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, if Hillary Rodman Clinton Rodman. wants to win, she should change her name to Giuliani. <laughs> they say the new the new poll show that 50% of New Yorkers don't even want her to run. No, nobody wants her. It's like if she runs, we'll have to vote for no. her, so please don't run. No. And we're all into Giuliani. He's the greatest. 
I, I, in fact, I like her. I'm not a, I'm not anti uh, Hillary Clinton. I just, what do you like? You keep saying that you don't know anything about. I've heard her speak on many occasions, and I find her to be intelligent. I find her to say some intelligent things. Where she says you some of our me? views. I've seen her in different shows. What do you know? <laughs> All right. I don't know what show. If you if you're gonna narrow what did it down. She said. She said things about policy, about her husband's. I think her husband's a good president. She seems to reflect the same sort of attitudes about uh, holding office. She's not bad. You're not telling me what she's. She let her husband cheat. I like that. <laughs> I think that's why she's so popular. No, no. I was. I liked her before that. <laughs> but I, I'm into Giuliani. You liked her. I like Giuliani. Don't know anything about her, but you like her. I like her. All right. A British baby born without feet is walking. Thanks to specially designed pairs of silicone slip-ons that act like feet. Wow. Yeah, this medical uh, science is uh, hot. I heard he leaves potholes wherever he goes. <laughs> 15-month-old yeah. baby has adapted so well to his new yeah. feet, yeah. he can run and play with normal children. Do his feet have toenails? Oh, <laughs> that's tough. He slips on his special booties, which cost $1,500 a pair, and suddenly his handicap is nearly gone. I want to race that kid. Now, are they going to have to keep making bigger and bigger feet? Yeah, yeah. they're going to give him size 18. He's going to look like a duck. Give him flippers. He could be Aquaman. No, it was his grandmother who got the idea for the slip-ons when uh, she saw this ex-model, Heather Mills, on TV. Heather, who lost her leg in an accident and has been linked romantically to Paul McCartney with an artificial limb and can now walk about without even a limp. Oh. I thought, well, I'll go to the clinic she goes to. And they fixed her uh, little grandson up with a pair of feet. Yeah. Oh. That's very nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Very nice story. <laughs> Does that kid play kickball? <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> Life is getting a little easier for the nation's first hand transplant recipient. Oh, Matthew oh, Scott oh. received his new left hand after 15 hours of surgery last January. Use your fake finger. <laughs> in Louisville, Kentucky. And now his therapist says over the last month, Scott has been using his new fingers to tie his shoes. And stick his nose. Oh. <laughs> He's got seven-foot boogers like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Although doctors say the sensation is returning to Scott's hand, they don't rule out more surgery. Cut off his feet! He still, of course, has to take medication to avoid rejecting his replaced hand. And, uh... Where's my silicon slippers? He says oh, oh, oh. that, uh, you know, uh, he lost his hand in a firecracker accident. Oh. And he says one day he wants to use his new hand to play catch... With his young son. Mm -hmm. That's what he'd like to do. He should use it to smoke weed. Like I do. I love weed. Two Oregon teenagers are in custody on felony charges of animal abuse after a brutal weekend attack on a family dog. Nice. The teens are accused of stealing the dog from a neighborhood yard, tying it to a vehicle, and dragging the dog for nearly a mile. Wow. <laughs> Then they fatally stabbed the dog and threw it over a bridge, leaving it hanging by a chain. That's how Fred started in show business. <laughs> a state humane society official says it's the worst case of animal abuse he's seen in about 15 years. <laughs> oh, stop it. And uh, Gary Coleman, you heard about uh, 
his plate. He's <laughs> had to file for bankruptcy. Well, speak. I'm going to start a website. <laughs> and uh, this web company came along and they decided to uh, try to raise some money for him to get him what out of debt. What you talk about, students? And now that same company, they say, is trying to get him some female company. Yeah. UGO Networks is auctioning off a night on the town. With Gary Coleman. Well, that should go for big money. <laughs> Making a point of telling the world he's still a virgin. Right. Perhaps it has something to do with the news release from the website. Uh, constitutes an extravagant night on the town with Coleman. The winner gets a trip to a place called Lucky Chang's. Oh, Lucky a, Chang's. A restaurant with drag queens. Yeah, that's uh, a fun place. <laughs> wow. Before heading out to dancing and drinking at a club. I heard so far the bids are at $7. Does the girl have to be wow. three foot six? Hey, maybe Shirley Hemp a little bit on it. Coleman says he's looking forward to uh, meeting the highest bidder, whoever she is. All right, good luck to him. There well, you maybe go. let's go get a drink. <laughs> Celine Dion is yes. uh, the owner of some restaurants. She and her husband are uh, part owners of Nichols. Oh, chain. Nichols. <laughs> Nichols. Get it? They say they'll be stopping by restaurants in Fort Lauderdale and Pompano today. She should run in the Kentucky Derby. Celine Dion. I'll make fun of everyone. F you, Robin. It's called Nichols, Howard. Why? Because. Because. Five is Dion's favorite number. Oh, you know my favorite number is 69. F you. Oh, 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 I'm in a coma. Oh, I'm Jackie. I'm Jackie. I'm wacky. What happens to our stars down in Australia? First, um, Jerry Lewis went over there and he got sick, and now Mickey Rooney is there. Yeah, I'm not going. Late last week, Mickey Rooney had to cancel the uh, last two shows of his Australian tour and undergo emergency surgery. They called me. I'm not going. For a perforated colon. Rooney was reportedly resting in uh, Twin Towns service and his stay at the hospital was expected to be brief. Sherman Helmsley of the Jeffersons. Maybe he shouldn't be touring when he's 92 years old. <laughs> you know, at some point you stop. But they all get ill in Australia. Yeah. See, because there's blood in their food. What's he eating? Sherman Helmsley, of course, we know him. He was uh, George Jefferson. Oh, yeah, I touch him. And uh, they say that he has filed uh, for bankruptcy. He filed yeah. last summer. Yeah, only went through he dollars. A million dollars in debt he needs to pay off. He says that he uh, lost all of his money after investing in the 1987 picture Ghost Fever. <laughs> now, I don't understand how you lose all your money. By doing that. Well, I've put my wife in three movies so far. <laughs> I'm teetering on disaster. <laughs> oh, the actor's lawyer told the New York Post it's no secret. Like many actors, he did not handle his money very well. But they, his money disappeared like a ghost. <laughs> a ghost movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we talked about this earlier. Toy Story cleaning yes. up the box office oh. over the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, it has... Uh, Beaten the previous five day record. Sherman Hemsley couldn't go into that movie? Gross of $80.8 million. Holy macaron. It was averaging about twice as much per screen as uh, the next most uh, seen movie over the mm. weekend, The World Is Not Enough, which made $35 million Holy over the weekend. Over the five days of the. Right. 
Thanksgiving holiday. Anything else in the news, Robin? Just a little bit of movie news. All right, go ahead. You Let's, love uh, the movies. Don Rickles. Oh. oh. One of the voices. He's uh, Mr. Potato Head hey. in Toy Story. I could have done that. He was asked, which toy portrayed in Toy Story 2 is the coolest? I would say me. I really would have done me. Mr. Potato Head. Definitely. Because he has great command and he's in charge. And the other guy's like robots. <laughs> Estelle Harris is the voice of Mrs. Potato Head. And she oh. says... Toy Story oh, 2 is flawless. Who says that? Estelle Harris. I've never heard of him. It's very, extremely clever and oh. extremely well done. Yeah. I, I found no flaws, and I'm a flaw finder. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know everything. I'm a genius. Schwarzenegger is in the end of days. It also opened uh, Open big. this past weekend. At a press conference for the film, End of Days, he was asked if it was difficult for him to cry in the film, number one. Well, crying is part of the vulnerability uh, <laughs> uh, in this case. It's not difficult to do because I think that I put an onion in my ass. <laughs> and the key thing, that, and when I put the onion in my ass, my ass starts to water. My ass starts to water. Why is he so funny? He just opens his mouth, he's funny. And then I pull my nose hairs and my ass starts to water. <laughs> All of this is, is that we are as real as possible and not act. I cry when I look at Maria. She's so beautiful. I love her more than ever. So, you know, you have to dig down deep inside and find the moments that are very upsetting and really? that are... Oh, like he's an actor. Oh, come on. What do you say? <laughs> come on, Arnold. One of the most successful actors in our industry. He's a wonderful action star, but I mean, he's he's not Meryl Streep. Malia and I are having more sex now than 14 years ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> no miles on her. And he also says he made End of Days so that his fans uh, would see that he's feeling fine he after his heart fine. surgery. After the surgery, there was such an unbelievable kind of concern uh, amongst my fans that, uh, you know, I got thousands and thousands of letters from all over the world, really concerned and very sweet letters. I mean, unbelievable. Three letters. <laughs> well, I mean, it feel, makes you feel so good when you read some of those notes. And so this was just kind of saying that... The, the he looks great in the movie, he really does. He looks good all the time. Yeah, he looks good. <sighs> looks good all the time. He's a real advertisement for uh, working out all of your life. Mm -hmm. Anything else in the news, Robin? Certainly. I told you earlier that uh, Rory Kennedy, we had uh, one of the Shrivers in earlier, Rosa Kennedy. And now Rory Kennedy, she's in the news because she has produced a documentary. Uh -huh. It's called American Hollow. She uh, visited a poverty-stricken family in Appalachia. Who cares? And features them in this documentary. In this cut, Rory says... Does it have karate in it? Audiences will identify with the family in the film, number five. I really think that when people, you know, after they see this film, no. I think they feel a real connection to the bowlings. And, you know, the... Luckily, she never turned the camera around. <laughs> all right, anything else, Robin? Let her go. <laughs> Come on, you got to be kidding me. All the stereotypes and all of these ideas that they that people go into when they think about a film about Apple. Everybody's a do-gooder in that family. They get so much money, all they get time for is doing good. Oh, she's going to say that, you know, people think if you're poor, you can't be happy. Oh, please. <laughs> a myth she explodes in this mm, movie. No. Well, tell her to take away all her money, see how happy she is. And she says the family she lived with while shooting American Holla liked her because she was Robert Kennedy's daughter. They they really 
uh, liked my father and were really moved by him and, and you know, were very aware about his interest in Appalachia. My father was the greatest. And his commitment to the region. And I like her father. So you could, uh, you'd be happy with her too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can move in with me. What else is in the news? Anything? Tom Hanks has a new film oh. coming out. It's called The Green Mile and opens on December 10th. Anybody sick of Tom Hanks? No. I am. We'll have to see if the rest of the audience feels like you. Here he talks about the experience of making The Green Mile. This is the best type of movie uh, to make, in all honesty. It is. It is a great group of people. Um, the, uh, the you're in a company of actors in which everybody has something good to do. That's the most important thing, I think. Oh. Ha, ha, ha. Enough with him. Uh, and uh, he plays this guy, Paul Edgecombe. And what is his job? Paul's job is to keep things quiet and calm on on the Green Mile until that What's moment What's a Green Mile? Where, as a it's a prison film, so no. I imagine the Green Mile is some long corridor in the mm. prison. Ficious, as efficiently as possible and with as little... Uh, uh, All right, I get it. Gina Davis is in something called uh, Stuart Little, which opens uh -huh. December 17th. Haven't seen her in a film in a while. Here she says she worked hard to be a perfect mom in Stuart Little. My actual stated goal is that I wanted... Uh, People have to see this movie to say, I wish that was my mom, or I wish my mom was like that, that I wanted to be, embody the perfect mom. All right. <laughs> and how hard is it acting with Stuart when he's not there? It was really uh, a leap of faith, and that that was part of why I wanted to do the movie, was that I believed them, and thankfully, Police. Yeah, Police. they were right. Hit the brakes. The wall is six inches away, honey. Police. Come on. What are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Paul Thomas Anderson is a director. He's the guy who directed Boogie Nights, and he's uh, coming back to the big screen with a oh, film God. called Magnolia. Mm -hmm. The buzz is that Tom Cruise gives an Oscar-worthy performance. I've heard that before. How did Paul get Tom involved in this film? And I went to London, and I went like, like, like Tom Cruise is God. <laughs> the set of Eyes Wide Shut. And, and, and I said, you know what, you're going to be in a bomb here. Maybe I could do something good for your career. He made some pasta in his trailer that was oh. really terrible and um, bland, like really bland. But he thought it was really great. And um, I, I, uh, uh, he said, what are you doing? And I, oh. I said, I'm formulating this idea in my head and I'm working on it. And I'll call you in about eight months. And uh, eight months later, I called him and gave him the script. And like the Hollywood story goes, there he was. He was ready to go. Hmm. I've seen this film. People are going to be surprised by Good. Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. Interview uh, with a vampire. He was good in that. Yes, he was very good in that, too. Tom has an ability to be good. Don't mm -hmm. be surprised. Yeah. And uh, Paul, the guy we were just talking to, his uh, soundtrack includes a lot of work by Amy Mann. Remember her? Yes. She contributed heavily to the film. And Paul talks about how Mann and his girlfriend, singer Fiona Apple, influence his writing. Knowing Amy and then meeting Fiona, I was around all these songwriters. And the difference between songwriting and writing a movie was just so clear to me. Or, th or mistakes that I had made before about oh, being God. very clear and punctuating something and being able to... All right. <laughs> Is there a clothespin in his nose? I think maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what's happened. Thank you, Rob and Jackie. Way too many Heineken Martling. His filthy new oleo CD come again. Includes Fool's Gold at the warehouse. Or call 1-800-323-KING. Thursday, December 9th at Rascal's Comedy Club. It's Jackie in West Orange, New Jersey. For information at New Jokeland Web Mall, visit jokeland.com. Also, Bobby Schreiber's 
Very Special Christmas Live. Available in stores now with great performances by Eric Clapton, Cheryl Crow, John Popper, John Bon Jovi, all kinds of different people. Uh, thanks to uh, Norm Zeta from Perfect10 and Perfect10.com. Check out Chuck Zito on ChuckZito.com. Check out A.J. Benza, host of these mysteries and scandals every night. And also, uh, I want to thank Maria for coming in and getting uh, evaluated on UDGirlsLive.com. I think that's it. Okay. Oh, don't miss Stuttering John and Tony and Tina's wedding every Thursday night. For tickets, go to theatermania.com. Yeah, how could you forget that? Thank you. The Howard Stern Show.